Hey everybody, before we start the episode, I want to give a shout out to some of our patrons on Patreon helping to support this network and helping us to grow our brand. I want to thank you, Thomas Nostar, you, Kevin Mullen, C. Ryan Wagner, and Karjan McGill. I apologize if I pronounced that incorrectly. Thanks guys, and I hope you enjoy the show. Welcome to The Other Side, the most problematic motherfucking anime podcast on this goddamn internet. We're gonna edge it the fuck up tonight! I'm Cody Byer. I'm Max Vader. I'm Andrew Erickson. And uh, you folks may remember a while back, we did an episode on a wonderfully stupid article on the One Piece podcast website about how Dressrosa was very problematic. And uh, sexism, sexism, masagi knees, all that bullshit. Well, I had I had tried to give the One Piece podcast the benefit of the doubt. Said maybe it's just this guy. Maybe it's just their articles. The, the One Piece podcast guys—they seem like good dudes. I I gotta stop giving people credit. I gotta stop being nice. This is why I'm such a dick. Because when I'm nice, people people make me look like a fool. Uh, it turns out that the One Piece podcast crew in general is a bunch of faggots. Uh, we were, as you may remember, I think we mentioned the show, um, I was blocked by the One Piece podcast Twitter, AO, Anime Outsiders Twitter is blocked, which they had to have done manually, they had to have heard that we got a Anime Outsiders Twitter account and then went and blocked it, because we never interacted with them on that account, and we've had it for less than a year, so someone's got problems, um, I am also blocked by Zach Logan, the head guy, of the One Piece podcast. As am um, I. But I think he might be using a block bot? Or... But I'm not on any block bots. No, you, you can be on a block bot just by who you follow. So, like, the fact that you if you follow anyone um, that's guilty of wrong thing, you're automatically blocked. That's how a lot of these work. Um, well, so I don't know if I'm... blocked for some reason. Well, you might not be following enough wrong thinkers. Uh... Or, or he could be that much of a little bitch and just manually blocked us for having wrong thoughts. If you look at his Twitter, um, it is wall-to-wall faggotry. It's just straight-up virtue signaling and Hillary shilling, which uh, leads me to believe that I believe it was Nietzsche's thing about the natural-born slave, the slave mentality. <laughs> I, I think he was on to something. Uh, it, it, it's, it's a caricature. If you look at his uh, Twitter feed, it's a caricature. And apparently he's an attorney... Um, but I, I, I don't think he's – he can't be too big or important of an attorney or he wouldn't have time to do a fucking podcast on a manga. Uh, t- <laughs> the, the head of their article section is this guy who calls himself Jam Writer who is a – he's apparently a professional writer but nobody's ever heard of anything he's ever done. And I looked at his website and you will never hear of anything he's ever done because it's stories that you won't – nobody cares about and nobody reads. You mean like fan fiction? It's basically, and that's a precursor to what we're going to get into. Uh, he's the one that blocked us, by the way. He's the one that blocked us on, or, or blocked me on the uh, the the One Piece podcast Twitter, and I, I got on him a bit because I thought it was a bitch move. He did it because of, and I quote, he referred to the podcast we did, 
as hate speech. This is the words he used. It's not me paraphrasing. He called he called that episode hate speech. At which point I I laughed for a solid minute, and at that point just started being a dick to him, because that you ain't having a civil conversation with a guy that thinks making fun of you is hate speech. So, uh, so then he tried to do something. Well, if you follow me, and then we'll have a private conversation, and then we'll 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 set something up where maybe we could, you could, if you apologize, we'll, we'll unblock it. What the fuck are you talking about? Look, go eat eighty dicks. Here's some <laughs> here's some hate speech for you. Suck my cock. Suck my cock and drink my semen. There's some hate speech. Here's here's some more hate speech. Find yourself a hole. Put yourself inside the hole, eat a bullet, and let a passerby bury your worthless ass. How's there's some extra hate speech? This is my hole that was made for me. <laughs> Find a hole that was made for you and eat a gun. There's some hate speech. You want me to continue? I've got a whole book. I've got a big book of hate speech. <laughs> so yeah, we're, we're talking major league faggotry. I can't believe I tried to be nice to these guys. I was like, "Well, the podcast guys seem cool. It's just this. No, it's just it's a team. It's team faggot world police. <laughs> it, it's it, it, this is why I can't be nice to people. This is why everybody. This is why I have to just be mean and say mean things and be a dick. This is why I have to do this. So. Fuck you, and fuck everything that you stand for. Um, so we just we we saw that they had more shit, and we saw they had more shit because they recently released in their wonderful article section probably the cringiest thing ever written. This article, when we describe it, you're going to think we're lying to you. We're not lying to you. We're telling you the truth. It's a real fucking article. Somebody, else, somebody, want to describe this article, please? Just tell, tell, tell the people what the hell this thing's called. You know what? Fuck it. I'll, I'll read it's, the title right it's here. It's fan fiction about how Luffy wouldn't vote for Trump. Yeah. It's called the One Hair Piece because you know Donald Trump is wearing a wig, even though he's not. Immigration policy and the politics of the Pirate King. And it features a picture of Donald Trump photoshopped to look like Wapol. Which is an analogy that kind of falls apart. Uh, we were discussing this earlier. I, there's a lot of places where the analogy falls apart. First of all, Wapole's name is supposed to be a, a, a portmanteau of waffle politician. So he's a politician. He was born into royalty, so right there already. But, you know... Forgoing the the nerd thing of knowing Wapple's backstory and all that shit. Wapple wins. If 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 anybody remembers the little cover story that featured him, uh, he went on to to become rich and 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 rule a new a place of his own, and and that was the end of his story. So Wapple won in the end. And and he married the hottest woman in the universe, literally. Yeah. So uh. I don't, if Trump becomes president, I guess it's accurate. <laughs> I guess it is accurate. I mean, Ivanka's a looker. Black America Kingdom. 
But I, I get the feeling the only reason that that Guapo was chosen was so they could make a fucking drumpf joke. Drum Kingdom, get it? This is the yeah. Drumpf Kingdom. Fucking kill yourself. Also, they make a comparison between the birdcage and the wall, which... One, doesn't even make sense, and two, even in the context of the article, it doesn't really fit, because didn't you just get done comparing Donald Trump to fucking Wapol? Like, why is he all of a sudden Do Flamingo? <laughs> and, um... I've kind of said before that... Anyone that uses the Drumpf joke has advertised that they are an idiot. Yeah, because they watch John Oliver. Yeah, like, it, and it's not funny, and it doesn't make sense. Like, his name's not Trump. Yes, his great grandfather was Trump, but he changed it. He legally changed it, and it's fu- don't. Aren't you people all about identity? The, yeah, these are the same <laughs> people who bitch at you if you say Bruce, uh, fucking Bruce Jenner. Yeah. So, but so. But he identifies as Donald Trump. What happened to that? What happened to identity? Uh, But foregoing the fact that you are parodying the joke of someone we now know, thanks to WikiLeaks, is a Hillary shill. Like, the the Hillary's people were in contact with John Oliver. They were talking. John Oliver is literally working. Literally working with Hillary's campaign. He is is putting a fucking half-hour infomercial for her, and you... Bought it, you root. Um, for going that, uh, it's not funny. It, the, the uh, there is a reason, you cocksuckers, that that uh, that John Oliver is mocked as current year man. Uh, he is a laughing stock, and you are trying to you are trying to be like him. So you aspire to be someone that is an international laughing stock. Thumbs up. Congrats, friends. That's 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 more pathetic than someone that aspires to be a f- one of the fucking that guy with the glasses reviewers. I want to be just like Todd in the Shadows. <laughs> that's my that's my hero and mentor. Oh, <laughs> one day I hope to be half as cool as him. I gotta get me a girlfriend. Of fuck guys in my house. <laughs> Shut up, Zach Birchie. <laughs> no, it's like, I gotta get me a girlfriend who gets a pretend penis to fuck me in the ass with. No, 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 no. <laughs> now, even forgoing the shitty Trump joke, this thing's a fucking fan fiction of him and Luffy talking about Trump. How yeah. sad is that? And the who's, whole... surpri- who's surprised that Luffy has exactly the same political views as the author? <laughs> and and let, let's play that game the other way, because we were talking about this earlier today, or yeah. yesterday for you, time zones. Because um, we, we were going over these articles because Max needed uh, company reading these because he was going insane. If, if you want to play Batman. that let's assign Luffy politics game, you really think he'd be on the side of the Dems? You know, the guy that declared war on the world government? Did any lobby just go over your heads? Like Not th- to mention, if, if, you're, if you compulsively have to compare politicians to One Piece characters or groups, then 
Hillary would be one of the world nobles, if anything else. Yeah, I mean, wouldn't Trump be like, uh, like you pointed out, like, wouldn't he be one of the higher pirates? Yeah. Like, Hillary is basically part of a sort of almost aristocratic elite who are literally above the law, are yeah. incredibly rich, only do shit for their own gain, are completely incapable of feeling actual regular human emotions like pity or, you know, compassion or anything. And have nothing but contempt for the plebeians, even the ones that serve them. Like you, I mean, if anything, Trump would be, like, I, I, I mean, you can't take a guy that's a fucking big up a politician, but he's in private sector just because you don't. He'd, like... he'd probably be Blackbeard because you know Blackbeard has also been well known for grabbing women right by the pussy. <laughs> Julie Bonnie says hi. Yeah, so th- this was make the, the, the make the four emperors great again. <laughs> so this was the um, the most embarrassing thing. Uh, we're gonna have to link it in the uh, in the show notes. It, it's really hard to read because it's so stupid. Also, want to point out there's a guy in the comments. His name is Hockey Monster. If you click on him, you can see his other posts. I want to read some of these other now. Hockey Monster says, Fun read. I never understood how diehard One Piece fans could be super right-wing, sometimes to the point of being fascist, when so many of the Straw Hats' values are very liberal and progressive. Forgoing the fact that, you know, him applying uh, liberal and progressive values to these fictional protagonists makes you want to blow your own brains out. Uh, Just putting that completely aside. I just, okay, between that comment and the article, I want to know if anyone... Like is going to acknowledge the elephant in the room. These are fucking pirates. <laughs> they're pirates. <laughs> but uh, for going. Like, that, oh, the by heroes, the way. But still. Oh, by the way. Um, one of their crew, one of the One uh, P podcast crew, is uh now writing for Crunchyroll. So the Rat King grows. <laughs> um. <clears throat> but uh, hockey monster, click on his uh thing. Get, uh, read some of his posts. This person reads like satire. This is how crazy the left has become. You can't satirize them anymore. They are Poe incarnate. Because you literally can't... Like, God... Do you know how many people got fooled by Godfrey Elfwick? Because there's no difference between what Godfrey Elfwick says and what real progressives say. Listen to this person, and keep in mind, not a parody. Okay? I'm about to read some shit. Not a parody. And this is... And, and the reason we're kind of bringing up uh, these individuals, their politics, everything... It, it, it comes into a larger thesis that we'll get into a little later, but just drink this in remember not a parody as a teen i've only just started to notice gender race and sexual orientation in stories for me for me the problem stems from reading bad representations of minorities again and again in fantasy i don't necessarily need a character to be a brown male to relate to them but those rare experiences when i can see myself and my upbringing and values in a character's feel I don't know, personalized? Master of None on Netflix, for example, echoed many sentiments and values I was raised with. Honestly, it just makes for a different experience, one that everyone should have at one point or another. As for Rebecca, many fans hate her because she wasn't violent and or beat up enough. In that respect, I'm glad Oda took the path he did. Call me a Neanderthal if you like, but I dislike seeing women getting beaten and bloodied in a Zorro-esque fashion. And he continues. Kill yourself. 
With Big Mom, I'm kind of disappointed that the commanders aren't all women. I thought this would be a chance for some physically powerful female fighters for once. So this person hmm. is a caricature and uh, kind of uh, fits the sort of progressive millennial trend of being uh, of lacking empathy to the point of either being autistic or sociopathic. So how can you dislike violence against women but then demand that women have more roles in fighting and fight something other than women? Like uh, the, the whole – the characters need to look like me and echo my values to, to uh, empathize with them. See, to, see the normal, normal people, regular people have these things they call sympathy and empathy where we can watch a story about a character that doesn't look like us and resemble us. And still connect with them. This is an amazing thing. Also, speaking of, you know, this this whole diversity thing, like one of the one of the arguments that they're probably going to use is, uh, uh, yeah, well, you guys can't understand that because you're white males. You have representation everywhere. And to that, I say, I do not. Why? Because. As you might know, just like how people with brown skin aren't all the same simply because they have brown skin, people who have pale skin aren't all the same either. If I was looking for representation of myself in either Western or Japanese media, and in Western it's actually much worse, but like even in Japanese media, it's pretty much dick and all unless I want characters who are villains. Because guess what? There aren't a lot of like m high profile major German characters in fucking Western media, you know, outside of, you know, either token Nazis or just, you know, the 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 evil, emotionless, hyper efficient businessman or lawyer or douchebag or god knows what else or, or the mad scientist. Yeah, or neo Nazis for instance. Like outside of that, not much. At least you fuckers have entire comic books dedicated to you and your fucking hyper-progressive bullshit. Yes, to the point where we have now replaced Iron Man with some black teenager with her fucking weaves. <laughs> like, where, the f where the fuck is my comic book reboot where Captain America is actually a German guy? Like, if I want positive uh, German-aligned characters, like, I have to go to shit, like, fucking G Gundam with, like, Schwarzbruder or something like that. And, he wasn't even, really and even there, the guy outside of the original Schwarzbruder, the one that's mainly featured in the series, is actually another fucking Japanese guy. <laughs> Obviously, they need to replace Black Panther with a white German guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that sounds fair. I mean, you know, replace Iron Man with a black girl, replace Black Panther with a white German guy. It's especially funny that they've replaced Iron Man with a minority, given that his entire character was meant to piss off leftists and be like an incarnation of Ayn Rand shit. Like, of everything that the left hates, like a successful businessman, arms dealer, white male... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so let's move on to another one of these articles. You see, there's many articles on this site, and we've learned. Hold on, that I, I got I got another bit about this article. Here. Okay. Just here at the end, because have you read the notes on this? The footnotes on this. I article? saw a couple, and um, I said, "Fuck it." Yeah, some of them are amazing. Uh, the two I I want your attention to focus on here is number seven. 
where he explains why, like, he made some sort of stupid point in the article. It's like, oh, it's like, in the Drumpf Kingdom, they're against the giants and the merfolks, and then you get it because of racism. Like, it says here, translation, Latino, Trump saying they're bringing drugs, they're bringing crime, they're bringing rapists. Uh, I, I don't see what's incorrect about this. Muslim, Muslim is not a race, you fucking idiot. African no, but they're American. brown. All the Muslims are brown. No, they're not. They're brown people. It's brown religion. A lot of them are fucking white redheads. <laughs> anyway, African American refused at first to disavow David Duke, former Imperial visitor of the Ku Klux Klan. Oh, by the oh, way, no. I should point out, refused at first. He refused as soon. He disavowed as soon as he heard it. He blew it off. He disavowed David Duke like five times and started getting visibly annoyed at the mention of the name David Duke. <laughs> he literally said, David Duke endorsed me? Okay, whatever. I disavow. Okay? Moving on. Like, that was the extent. And they just it pretended it didn't happen. But, you know, hey, why would CNN lie? All right. One member of the One Piece podcast crew works at CNN. Where was my head? Where is my silly little manhead? Or a woman has called women he doesn't like fat pigs, dogs, slobs, no, woman. disgusting animals. <laughs> Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> because she is a fat pig. Let's be real. Well, yeah. Not not to mention like if you're if you're going to make that argument and you're going to compare this to racism, like, wouldn't this by extension mean that your um, Donald Trump One Piece caricature would have to exclude women from his country? <laughs> and as a bonus, one of my favorite lines in the article is, I'm sure Supreme Leader Trump believes in freedom too, just not if you're a pirate. Motherfucker, do you know what pirates are? Even in the context of One Piece, do you know what they are? <laughs> I think he lost the metaphor halfway through because he was just so mad at Trump. Because yeah, last time I checked, even in One Piece, pirates are criminals. <laughs> we're going to build a wall and we're going to make Gold Roger pay for it. Yeah, really. And, and here's, here's my favorite part. Like where he says, Luffy believes in acceptance. He'll befriend former enemies. He'll even ask a tree to join his crew. And he leverages the diversity of his crew to solve problems he could never handle on his own. And in the notes it says, just as the United States have historically leveraged its diversity to prosper economically. That's a fact, Jack. <laughs> no, no, it isn't. The first thing I thought of when I saw that footnote was slavery. <laughs> Diversity's our strength, ain't it, boy? Hell, you could even argue that slavery, if anything, in the long term has been nothing but a detriment <laughs> to the United States. You really could. Because the motherfuckers won't leave now, and they're just taking your money. <laughs> and they won't shut up about it. And it, got, it made the South complacent and entirely reliant on it, which is why their economy sucked, which is why they got their asses kicked in the Civil War. And you can't even blame the Americans for uh, for having the slaves to uh, to as much of an extent as is usually done, because guess what, they didn't go over to Africa and enslave these people. They went to Africa and bought slaves from the people that were already living there. Because guess what? Guess who ended slavery? All oh, right, white people. <laughs> 
Oops. Specifically Americans. And guess where slavery was still a thing in some countries even until 2007? It wasn't even a crime. Oh, yeah. Africa. Oh. But they're brown, so it's okay. It's different. Yeah, but 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 totally, you you gotta you gotta pay reparations. Look, Fuck look Max. Okay, these people don't have time to learn about what goes on in the world. They're too busy getting really upset over shit based on what they know in their home country. They don't know shit about the world because that's hard and it makes things complicated and icky and it just it just doesn't make like it doesn't make sense. So it needs to make sense. So let's just focus on this because it makes sense. Trump is oh, bad. By, by he the, said he way, talked about grabbing women by the pussy. That's not right. By the way, another question I'd like uh, I'd like to ask is, please name me a country that has flooded itself with quote unquote diversity that is now prospering economically, like Sweden maybe or oh, wait. <laughs> you mean the rape capital of the world? Or how or about Germany? Month. No. <laughs> but, but the UK no well I, I feel like I gotta chime this in because I know how stupid people think we're not advocating for white supremacy you fucking moron I know that there are gonna be fucking One Piece fans the fucking faggots on the One Piece podcast are gonna hear this and probably get five minutes in and rage quit like Zach Birchie did <laughs> but if you didn't rage quit K-K- you beta males <laughs> we're not advocating white supremacy you fucking idiot the point is diversity is not strength you know what diversity is in fucking consequential if you have a diverse pool of peoples who fucking cares your skin doesn't mean shit your ancestry means nothing genitals nada the only thing that matters is what you can do and if you're a good person that's it if it's all white, if some company's board of directors is all white people, who gives a shit? If it's all white men, who gives a shit? If it's all white women, and as long as it's not like all diversity hires or shit like that, if they if they earned it up there, if they if they made it themselves, and it all just happens to be white women, who gives a shit? You know, I'm pretty sure, like most of the executives at the Lifetime Network. You know, Lifetime, television for women. I'm pretty sure not a lot of dudes, not a lot of dicks and balls in that boardroom. And I don't care. I'm not going to... We need more men at the Lifetime Network. Because who gives a shit? It's a television network for women. Women are going to know how to run the fucking thing. Fucking put the women up there. Diversity is not your strength. Diversity is inconsequential. Trying to pull strength from diversity is like trying to base your fucking identity on what t-shirt you're wearing. It is it's meaningless. Trying, not, to not st- trying to pull strength to diversi- from diversity is more accurately described as trying to pull an antidote from poison. Because while, while diversity is beneficial, actually, to a, to a certain extent, once you get to the point that you have, s- have a certain threshold of people that are just... Like say, let's say, like just for the sake of simplicity, let's say like fifty percent. Like once you're getting to numbers that are even remotely in this area, once you're doing that, you're essentially just fracturing society. Yeah, you. And at that point, the massive amounts of diversity that you've injected aren't beneficial anymore. They're just destroying the society because they're basically 
directly dividing people among racial lines. Like, it's pretty much inevitable. I mean, look at what's happening in Sweden, for instance. Like, the people there, they aren't integrating because there's so many of them. So instead, they're forming ghettos. I was going to bring up Austria-Hungary. Because, I mean, that was a very diverse country, but it fell apart because people, uh, you know, they didn't speak each other's language, they didn't have common values tying them together, so as soon as the central government weakened, they were just like, alright, I'm going my own way, I don't care about you. I don't want to be in the same <laughs> refugees I don't want to be in the same country as those Hungarians. Here's the thing, too. Diversity doesn't matter. Like I said, it's inconsequential. You know what matters? Society. That's what matters. Culture and society. That's what also, matters. diversity doesn't work if the people that you're trying to be diverse with are supremacists. Yeah, or See, even just... Islam. Or, yeah, or even just fractured. Like, you like, oh, we bring people from all different cultures so that we can have all their experiences. No, fuck their experiences. You think your experience matters? Get over yourself. Your experience means nothing. You know what means something? The, the the context, the situation, the, your your culture, the society, the greater society or culture at large, that's what means something. For instance, if you are a black man and you go into a job interview for a high paying job that will elevate your status, make you lots of money, and really really just set you set you for life, and you go to interview for that job, if you go up to that guy and say, "Yo, what up, doll?" Give me a fucking job. You guess what? You're not going to get the fucking job. You know why that is? You think it was racism? No. Because you just... The, the, the job that you, you're asking for, this nice paying job, unless this nice paying job is gangster rapper, probably requires that you speak like you're educated and civil. So even if you... And I'm not saying you have to speak white, even though speak white is... A, Trust me, motherfucker, I grew up in Baltimore. I know what speak white means. I know all the connotations behind that. So if you're even going to try to bring that up, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah. But you have to fit in. Sorry, autistic anime nerds. That's how life is. You have to fit in. So if you are trying to get a high-paying job and you're black and you speak ghetto as fuck, you better learn the white guy voice or you're not getting that job. You're going to be working in a fucking garage somewhere making minimum wage for the rest of your life. That's your life. Alone, you keep talking that. Do so. That's how it works. What we're talking about this is a beautiful example for why sometimes culture is just shit. Yeah. I mean, like, maybe it, maybe it's just, no, it isn't just me. It's just the thing that in America, a certain amount of the black population, can't exactly give you a number because there aren't statistics in that, but a non-insignificant number of these people believe that being in any way educated being capable of reading or being capable of speaking proper English is a white thing. Not yeah. only is this incredibly racist, but it also you're also basically saying you're also literally calling yourself by implication primitive savages. Like, yeah, I, I know guys this, this happened through. to. Personally, no guys. This happened to. I know guys that had whose family had to move out of black neighborhoods into white neighborhoods so that their son could get a better deal. 
Because, and not just, oh, the education system was just leaving these neighborhoods fine. No, the people in those neighborhoods. They were violent. And when this individual, when this kid, my age now, like the, the kid, by context, the, this was a while ago, and this sort of a now he is in this neighborhood getting better, you know, good education, all that stuff. He could not, like, read in his spare time, try to get an education, try to further himself. He would be mocked. He would be attacked, beaten, beaten for trying to read. Think about that. So, fuck your diversity. Because when you talk about different experiences, different cultures, this is what you're talking about. It's like step step one, define your entire identity of being black as I'm an uneducated dumbass. Step two, when you inevitably don't succeed, blame Whitey and then riot and loot. It's a, another sec, uh, another example. And yeah, riot and loot. Don't talk to me for fucking growing up in Baltimore, living in Maryland. Don't talk to me for fucking riot. Enough. Look, if I could, I'd nuke the city of Baltimore. <laughs> Except for the harbor area. That can stay. Uh, I, I could not get out of that city fast enough. The, the second example of why diversity is bullshit. Max, you know all about this. The refugee thing. Mm-hmm. Let's bring thousands of people. Let's just buy the fucking truckload into these countries. Who raped children. Well, let's, let's just break it down. Really break it down. Bring in these people. They don't speak the language. X, so. <laughs> they, they don't speak the language. They have a backwards, and it is backwards culture. Which, why progressives would defend it astounds me. This is a culture that literally says women are, are less equal to men. Um, they have something that... Yeah, they, they have a prevalent uh, cultural tradition. Prepare to be culturally enriched, folks. I'm going to teach you a little something about other cultures. Have you heard of Taharuskamea? Have you? It's a little thing where they guys will get together in a mob and they'll find a woman and they'll just mob her, like in like a, a group of like maybe twenty or thirty, and they'll just surround her. And the guys in the center will tear her clothes off, they'll molest her, rape her, rob her, while the guys outside keep people from helping. It's a lovely little little cultural thing from the Middle East. It's a lot of countries do this. <laughs> Fuck you. So th- this is bring these people in. They're not integrating. Because that's the thing with diversity. When you're in a country, time to integrate. Time to do as the Romans do. That's how you... That's, that's, Walk like an Egyptian. There's your diversity versus what's really important. It doesn't matter if you've got a whole country full of white people, black people, Latino people. It doesn't matter where they're from, what they look like. What matters is they speak the language. They do as the culture of their country expects them. Yeah, it's it's like Kennedy and Water said. Like, there's multicultural, but there's not multi-civilized. Yeah. Like, so, you're either civilized or you are not. So you, this whole diversity is our strength. No, it's not. It is window dressing. And to try to emphasize it is to try to fracture your society. And when you fracture your society, that no good ever comes of that. It doesn't matter how good it makes you feel, you narcissistic pricks. It is nothing but a detriment to society. Civilizations have collapsed because of shit like this. And you're trying to do it because it makes you feel good. Get to hell. Yeah. So yeah, They're just desperate to reenact Roman Empire 2.0 with America. <sighs> so, 
I like to think we've learned from that mistake, and uh, I guess we'll find out on election day. But I, th- I think we've got to move on from this idiot because there's so many other idiots and their their stupid idiot prattlings on this yeah. website. Because you should see, we fo- should we briefly mention the one comment on that article? <laughs> oh, the, w- we actually did comment on that article, like oh, the, the Donald Trump article. Remember, <laughs> with the one guy who got all indignant <laughs> when the article got mocked. Yeah, because I I was the first to comment. Um, all I said was, Yay. "This is the cringe." <laughs> first, um, all I said was, "This is the cringiest shit." That's it. That was my comment. Um, and this guy replied to that with a, "No, no." Someone else then replied to that, basically agreeing and saying, it "Was it's it's fucking embarrassing when someone interjects their politics into fiction." And then a third guy replied with a fucking paragraph, mm-hmm. an indignant fucking paragraph. Um, that I will read like a child. Yeah, I know, right, guys? It sucks when someone tries to analyze pop culture in a way that is meaningful and relevant to our lives. By the way, yes, it does. Pop culture, you stupid ass. Pop culture is not real culture. Pop culture is insignificant entertainment, you stupid. Meaningful. <laughs> it's not like Arch... like writing fan fiction about Luffy not liking Trump. <laughs> It's not like art should relate or have any relevance to our current surroundings. We don't live in a society or anything. Oh, no, we do. Um, child? Maybe you should try actually integrating into that society. You'll find that there are p- things that matter more in that society than cartoons from Japan. You <laughs> stupid prick. By the way, comes from a different society than you. You cultural imperialist. It's not like to have a better understanding of ourselves. Oh my god, I don't know if I'm going to be able to read this next part. <laughs> it's not like to have a better understanding of ourselves and our community. We need to think critically and use art and other modes of expression to reflect our cultural ex- or culture or experiences. Right, guys? F- fucking find a steamroller and nap in front of it. Wait, I reflect our culture? I thought Western culture was evil. <laughs> No, that's what we're reflecting. We're reflecting on the evilness of our culture. I, our- I like the phrase. I like the phrase "think critically" too. By which he, he and the writer of this article apparently, by implication, mean think critically, except about the stuff on the left. <laughs> oh, by the way, um, you're using you're you're trying to make comments about the culture we live in. Who's we? Because this is a comic book from Japan. I assume you don't live in Japan. So, whose society... Which they constantly criticize for being sexist. Yeah, so whose society exactly? Because you do know they have different culture, right? I mean, you're aware... I would assume you are. Otherwise, that'd be terribly racist of you. Unless Donald Trump is all of a sudden Japanese. (laughs) Oh, um, I gotta gotta mention this. This is stupid shit in the world. There's this other guy. um, I appeared in a couple A3K podcasts with him. Frankie Max. Um, He's kind of a cringe lord. Uh... He 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 hates Trump because he he has see he has an Asian girlfriend which by the way I'm stunned that this guy uh, if you knew anything about the shit that he likes and says and, and uh, this this guy has made me uh, plant my forehead onto my desk several times in the A3K podcast that I appeared on with him uh, he thinks that Trump will deport his Asian girlfriend if he gets elected why is she illegal. I, yes, apparently she is, but I, he just wants to get rid of Asians, apparently, according to this moron. <laughs> oh. And I was just reminded of that as you said that. 
he thinks, and then I tells him to show me the evidence, and then he leads me to a video where Trump says, we have people, it's not just the Latinos, we have uh, people coming in this country and overstaying their visas, uh, we have Canadians, Asians, and rattled off a couple of other people that are overstaying their visas. <laughs> So he he just threw in Asian in a list of people overstaying your their visas, and you read this as I'm gonna get rid of the Asians. Like, no, no, bro, you have a disability. That is that is um, enter a program levels of something's wrong with you. That is you need to be monitored levels of something wrong with you. How do you function day to day if you're that stupid? Killer, God Killer damn. Trump is just gonna gas those poor Asians. <laughs> I mean, it's, like, it's, ju- it's just like I pointed out in my comment. It's, it's like clearly everyone who disagrees with this just wants to gas more Jews. Isn't that right? <laughs> or or this, this Asian chick that, that went on this long... Uh, Twitter thing. It's like, I had a grandma and she was put in those camps during World War II and she worked really hard on stuff and here's a picture of her just to just to really give you feels. Look at how old she is, but she's smiling. And when Trump talks about extreme vetting, I just think about the camps my grandmother was in. Because that makes sense. And then, at, at that point, um, blood started coming out of my eyeballs. <laughs> and I it's, wonder... It's... It's like that one fucking meme picture of five heartbreaking pictures of refugees that'll make you say, fuck having borders and laws and shit. <laughs> That's basically what this is. I'm starting to think that the people that hate Trump, not the people that disagree with him or the people that don't know if he should be president. I mean, I think those people are wrong, but that's a disagreement thing. Like, we can disagree on that. We can have that debate. But the people that hate Trump, the people that have an emotional response to Trump, are universally stupid. Just stupid. And I think it's because these are people that get emotionally uh, bothered by words. Because that's really all Trump has done. Because he hasn't been in government at any point. He's just been a businessman. So it's all, all we have to say he can't be president are some quotes and most of those quotes have to be have to be um, gerrymandered to get a point. Like uh, recently, uh, Trump's talking about we got drug lords in this country; they're really bad hombres. And then Hillary Clinton puts out a tweet: Trump called Latinos bad hombres. Okay, either you're lying or you think all Latinos are drug lords. <laughs> so. Like that kind of thing. So that's basically all that they have. Trump, he behaves this way. He says things. So if you're the kind of person that can get that vitriol... Now, I can understand Hillary hate a little more, not just because of my own um, beliefs, but you have someone that's been in government and we have like the WikiLeaks things, all this corruption. There's a little more you can base an emotional reaction on. There's some some things that she has done. It's, it's, it's also like the this, fact that she doesn't act like a human being. It was the, like the Cell Dweller song said, actions speak louder than words do. So you you have a little more things to base uh, uh, an opinion on Hillary, especially I defended one. this child rapist and got him off. <laughs> yeah, like laughing about getting a child rapist off uh, that she knew did it. 
that's that's a did. That's a did thing that she did. But all that you have on Trump are things that he says, and things that you have to filter, like Frankie Max saying, hearing Trump mention that Asians overstay their visas, and filtering that through your dumbass fucking half evolved brain. Like I'm like I'm still kind of Bronze Age kind of cerebellum and filters that and it comes out I'm gonna get rid of all the Asians <laughs> you know, so to have that, that's what's required to hate Trump again not to think that he maybe shouldn't be president maybe you don't think he's right for the job whatever but to have that emotional reaction to him when that's all you have to go on that, that is an indicator that there is something wrong with you you are our and when I say our I don't just mean Guys on the other side. I mean, basically, the guys that are, you know, our listeners, the, the general pop, the, the general populace. You are our lessers intellectually, and and not um, no amount of um, trying to intellectualize a Japanese comic book made for teenagers is going to make you look any smarter. But this is sort of be, should, to be expected. You'll see this as we go on. These people are the poster childs for the Dunning-Kruger effect. Like, <laughs> absolutely. If you ever want to see, like, oh, well, I've read about the Dunning-Kruger effect, but I wonder what it looks like. You go here. You could see what the Dunning-Kruger effect looks like. Because you're, you're going to see a lot of articles of people trying to, to come up with some intellectual thesis about a, a adventure comic from Japan about a rubber stretchy boy and his companions, which include a Afro skeleton and uh, a guy with Popeye arms and big boob booby girls, and at the same time they prove themselves to be easily ma- emotionally manipulated, which ties into the the Trump hate, the lesser brains, all that stuff. Yeah. I mean, these aren't people. We'll get into that. <laughs> yeah, these aren't people with critical thinking. These are people that just have an emotion. They have the emotion that they're told to have. Again, it's the the Nietzsche. Uh, the, the slave mentality thing and you'll see that as we go on these people absolutely um, exemplify Nietzsche's slave mentality um, was it slave mentality by the way? is that the term? Basic, basically I think, yeah. yeah I think if there, it might have been like a different word but it's the same thing <clears throat> these people like, exemplify that yeah these are the kind of people that Nietzsche referred to as the last men yeah uh, so you're basically seeing it like here and you'll see with a lot of their wording, they try to use not just buzzwords, but they sort of, I should say they arrange their words in a way to make it look like they're, um, like a peer-reviewed paper, you know? Like this I'm is, using big words, that means I'm smart. Yeah, you'll see a lot of that. Um, so I'm we're going to so get... I'm smart, S-M-R-T. <laughs> so you're, we're going to get into some more of their articles, but I sort of want to set the stage here of basically what, what to expect. Um, we got a lot of hardcore leftists, easily man- emotionally manipulated. They think with their emotions, and you know they're the kind of people that get mad about Trump and shill for Hillary. I mean, their head guy Zach Logan. Uh, I saw that he retweeted something, basically telling people, guys, don't look at WikiLeaks. Don't look at what WikiLeaks says. It's bad. It's bad to do that. It's wrong to look at WikiLeaks. Like you, you. Look, the master says not to look, so I won't look. It upsets the master what they say, so I won't listen to what they say. You. 
Also, I would like to apologize to sheep for that buying sound. <laughs> because sheep being stupid and just followers is a very racist stereotype, and I should be better than that. <laughs> so I would like to apologize to my spirit animal. Um, and before we get into the articles, I do want to kind of set the stage a little bit with the One Piece podcast. My, my pronouns are ba, 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 self. <laughs> uh, with the crew themselves. We were talking about this, Max, on the, uh, yes. on the, Skype, on the Skype call. The One Piece podcast crew, and we brought this up before, loves Ichiro Oda a little too much. And they are, um, well, not all of them, but these two in particular are imbalanced. One is Zach Logan, the, the one dude. And actually, these two, conveniently, if you go to their site, you'll see OPP on Patreon and the One Piece podcast on Patreon. You'll see two fellas there. Those are the two guys. <laughs> Those are the two that we're going to be talking about. You have Zach Logan, um, uh, attorney at law. I really want to know what kind of attorney he is. I do. I, I, I need to know, like, what bullshit little cases that he does that he probably files like he, I, I my I'm saying I'm doubting that he's seen a courtroom beyond something it was just I have to walk in and read something for my client like I don't think that look if he was a, a major attorney he would not have time to make a podcast about a Japanese comic book I doubt that if podcasts were a thing in the 90s, Johnny Cochran would have time for one. Uh, no, it's very but, important that I tell everyone why One Piece fan fiction is an amazing way to explore the world beyond what Oda does. <laughs> well, I don't think he wrote that, but he did write one that we're going to get into. Um, and you'll see that he is very much than, than what Nietzsche described. Uh, but he's not even the worst. He's just a fucking stereotype and a shill and a, a he's 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 got a slave brain the one that gives one me the Anthony Birch. <laughs> the yeah really the one that gives the most giggles now now I'll I'll give them credit these guys they're doing something with their lives outside of this so I'll give them credit you know credit where it's due I'm not going to be that kind of guy that's going to pretend like they you know an accomplishment is an accomplishment it, he passed the bar he became an attorney fine but it does make you look like a douche when you're a fucking I anime podcast. I wonder how many pedophiles he tried to get off. <laughs> and does he find it funny? Uh, or hot. <laughs> uh, when <laughs> you're funny because of that video. So, uh, <laughs> when, uh, when, when you're, when you're do a guy that's known for an anime podcast and you put attorney at law in your Twitter bio, you look like a douche. I don't care if you're trying to be, I'm being funny because isn't it weird that I'm an attorney but I do an anime podcast? It's not weird. No one cares. <laughs> we Fuck know you what you're you doing, asshole. <laughs> we know what you're doing. You're trying to look special and important. You're neither. Um, the other one is uh, is Greg. No, Greg's a, Greg's a trip. I've actually known of this guy for a while. Um, way back when I... Uh, said good things about podcasts. I said that one of the, uh, one of the guys was kind of uh, creeped me out a bit or something. I said something to that effect. Greg is that guy. I didn't want to bring it up because I was trying to be nice, but fuck it. Greg, um, I will give him this. In terms of life accomplishments, he's done very well. He is an example to weebs everywhere. He went to Japan. He became an English teacher there. He moved to Japan. He got himself a Japanese wife. Um... Now he works at Shonen Jump. He is a successful man. Kudos. I can't clap because I'm holding this mic. Uh, kudos all around. Good on you. Well done, sir. 
um, as professionally and, and sort of you're in your status in life, you have succeeded. I will give you all the credit for that. Good Too job bad. subjecting your future kids to racist bullying. <laughs> uh, yeah, welcome to Japan. Uh, but I, I can't fault him for that. It's like, oh, I can't say you're not allowed to have kids because you're, you're, the country that you revere turns out to be a uh, uh, xenophobic shithole. Society. I can, however, say you're not allowed to have kids if you're running around with a fucking chopper hat. <laughs> but this is the thing. See, again, he, he's done very well for himself. The issue is that uh, um, there's something wrong with his brain. Uh, Greg really does creep me the fuck out. Um, I, I, I feel like maybe it's good that he got that job at Shonen Jump because I'm pretty sure he terrified his English students. He had to have. First of all, Greg is way too into this uh, this One Piece. He's way too fucking into it. Um, I, the one episode I heard he was on, and he's way too excited about meaningless plot revelations. I remember years and years ago, the one member, big memory I have of this guy, early, I think it was early in the One Piece podcast lifespan. Um, now, One Piece gets... Uh, when I was, uh, I guess, cared more about One Piece, and this is not even just because the current arc is shit, just, just, uh, I was more like, I gotta get the spoilers before the manga chapter. Now I just wait for the manga chapter, I don't give a fuck. But before I needed them spoilers, I gotta know what's happening fucking now! I need that shit! Like, it was, you know, it was a little more, um, intense, I guess. I wouldn't say intense, but cared more. Uh... I remember this guy because, uh, you know, go check the forums, the Arlong Park, because they would post the spoilers, and then I check uh, the spoilers there. And I remember Greg um, losing his mind because apparently he would always avoid the spoilers, but someone told him the spoilers to that week's chapter. To say he spurged is inaccurate because spurging is like, nah, nah, nah. this was a fury. This was a, an uncomfortable rage to watch. This was Chris Chan with pepper spray at a video game store type fury. And even Chris Chan tried to keep lady composure when he did that. Um, I'll strangle that Clyde Cash. Spoiler alert, Luffy has blue arms now. <laughs> like, I think his, his reaction to that was more akin to uh, Chris Chan's reaction to uh, Liquid Chris. If you remember, I am not in Brandon something! Or when he did the curse Yamehameha. <laughs> that was a little more closer to, to his Get reaction. Get off the internet. Now, 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 now. He flipped out for like an entire day. Um, and I remember him saying something like, every week, I, and I, 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 I embellishing, I, to be fair, I'm, just gonna wanna, I'm not going to lie to you people because that's not what I do. Uh, I'm embellishing. He didn't actually <laughs> sound like this. That said, this is how it is filtered in my mind because this is basically how he behaved. Every week... I make a grilled cheese sandwich and I sit next to my wife and I read this new chapter and that's ruined now because I've been spoiled. I was like, and I'm sitting, here, I'm sitting here like, what monster just ruined grilled cheese for you? <laughs> now Greg can't have his grilled cheese. 
Oh no. It's like they it's... spoiled it. I didn't know what was going to be in the grilled cheese, and now I know I can't enjoy the food. <laughs> like, like he took a bite out of it, and then he realized his grilled cheese sandwich had like the shape of Luffy. <laughs> like, yeah, like, is it like a divine sign from Oda Sensei? Say, like, great, like, you're like a Jesus toast. He saw Luffy's face in the grilled cheese. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's like you're an adult, right? I'm guessing you're an adult. I'm guessing you were an adult at the time this happened. I don't know. I'm not sure about that happened. <laughs> so, um, I don't know if you know this, but adults generally don't fly into a rage when a children's comic book is spoiled for them. I mean, Jen, like, Max, you accidentally spoiled an episode of Dragon Ball Super, and I didn't say a word or even really react. I just went and watched the episode, like, oh shit, he's talking about this, I better watch before he says anything else. <laughs> and, like, even then, like, your spoiler didn't ruin the episode, it just made anything. And usually when I, when I talk about, like, Dragon Ball Super, I try to keep it at least vague enough that... Yeah, yeah but that time you kind of couldn't. With what? Yeah. With the revelation that it was. Um, yeah. But I didn't like, Max, you son of a bitch! They wait all week long for Dragon Ball Super to find out what's gonna happen in the fucking Future Trunks saga. The whole fucking saga's a mystery, you fucker. How are you gonna spoil a mystery? None of that. You, you know, I I actually have a story about a, like, really, if you want to consider it that way, like, way more quote-unquote egregious spoiler. That was back when I was still in high school, and you know Harry Potter was actually still a thing. Oh yeah, the Snape kills Dumbledore thing. Yeah, when that came out, like someone did tell me that. Hold on, and Snape I did... kills Dumbledore. <laughs> and I did read the books. I did read the books back then. I eventually stopped because oh my god, did it get fucking tedious <laughs> and stupid, but mostly tedious. Like Jesus Christ, the last books were so incredibly boring. Like you. Like, you couldn't even use this as a sleeping aid because your feeling of falling asleep would fall asleep. <laughs> but anyway, so someone told me this, and you know what my reaction was? It wasn't, oh my god, I, I, every year One Piece, I mean, like for Harry Potter with One Piece comes out, like, I like to make myself a grilled cheese sandwich and, and we'll read it, and now it's been ruined. I mean, for one thing, I didn't eat grilled cheese sandwiches. I didn't even know what that was. <laughs> but more importantly, I was just kind of like, eh. Like, who gives a shit? Like, and that, that stuck with me for years. This was several years ago. And that stuck with me because of how insane it was. Like, I, I will admit, I've done some stupid shit. I've done some impulsive childish shit. In that time, like, that, around that same time... That he made this reveal. Like, I was in my 20s, and I remember, like, even that year, I remember bragging to people about keying an asshole's car. So, I'm not blameless. I have my asshole moment. But even as someone, you know, I'm going to go on, because I don't know how old he is. So, let's just say he, too, was in his early 20s, and thus more prone to stupid behavior. Uh, flying into an emotional fit over a, a, a children's comic book chapter being spoiled. An ongoing comic that will have more chapters. Every week. Every week. But that week's chapter was spoiled for you and you flew into a rage. That 
cemented that this guy is not. And if you look at the picture on the One Piece podcast Patreon image, you can see it. Now, knowing what you know, look at that image of him in that chopper hat with that big, goofy, weird grin on his face. Now you know he's imbalanced. This is a guy that, I mean, and and they did that. They crowdfunded this documentary about One Piece, but the real the documentary is about Oda. Because remember Leanne's remark about they would make you think Oda was the main character. Part of the reason she said that was they showed. I think actually when she said that was after they showed the little trailer thing for their documentary. It's really creepy. I think at one point, like, we're standing outside the offices where Oda works. He could be there right now inside, <laughs> drawing one piece. And we're, like, right here. It's just so crazy or something like that. It was something like that. But the one that I remember the most because it was the most, um, like, I feel like when the minute they said it, ominous horror music should have started playing. <laughs> just, like, as soon as they revealed it all excited, you should have heard, <clears throat> like they said, we found a guy that actually worked with Oda back when Oda worked part-time at a restaurant. He, he was employees with Oda, and we got an interview with him. I'm sorry, what? So, how did you... A, how did you track this man down? B, why? Why everything? <laughs> <laughs> and they interview, and they show the clip of the interview with him, and it's like, uh, I mean, I, I, remember, I remember him there. He was all right. I mean, I don't remember too much. He's a long time ago. Um, that's all he had to say that's all he had to say you stupid bastards are two steps away from rooting through Ichiro Oda's garbage <laughs> I think that's one of the empty ink bottles he used to draw one piece you guys think of it this ink could have drawn Ace's death kill yourselves <laughs> I think he touched this bottle so warm. Oh my god! You know, it's just like we joked earlier. Like, you would expect that at any point in this, they're like, we're in, in this public Japanese bathroom stall, and I have it on good authority that this particular stall right here has just been used by Ichiro Oda. We can still smell it in the air. Now, now he seems to have flushed it down, so we don't have any physical evidence. We can't run any tests. Like, that's where we, they we are. We're especially looking forward to the taste test. <laughs> like that's where they are. That's how bad they are at the One Piece podcast. <laughs> they are way too into One Piece and way too into Oda. It's is, is that why they hate the female characters so much? <laughs> Uh, we really got to move on, but now now that we've uh, established, yeah, with, yeah, because uh, how dare is that you have why a they wife? love Whitebeard so much? <laughs> so let's let's move on to a couple of other articles yes. because we have a lot to go through. Now we're going to so try to blow through a lot of these. Um, a lot of what you heard is basically a setup and ties into what we're going to go through today. There are so a which, shitload. Which we will be linking, <laughs> even if we don't get to all of them, we will be linking all of them in the yes. description. Um, so, so if you're listening to this on iTunes or you're just getting through your SoundCloud description, go to AnimeOutsiders.com. Go to this page. We will have the list of all of these batshit insane articles. Uh, y- they need to be seen. And and I I would like to, to formally request that uh, all our listeners um, 
refrain from trolling as much as it even though we didn't I know I'm a hypocrite don't troll them uh, but I do encourage you to challenge them these people the One Piece fandom has lived in a bubble of their own self-importance this is the fandom that thinks that they're smarter than all the other fandoms basically um, they need to be challenged they are lived in a bubble um, of just of, of a circle jerk so I fully encourage anyone. And law is the biscuit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> took me a second. <laughs> like, challenge them on a lot of what's said in these articles. You probably won't get a response because I I I guarantee these people are cowards. But just respectfully challenge them. Um, if they if they give you a response, if you have a, if you can have a debate with these people, that's great. But really, these people need to be challenged. Uh, so, with that in mind, let's go to the next one. On your li- um, Max has compiled a list here. Max really did soldier through, look through all their horrible articles. All their articles are Tumblr. You're going to see this as we go through. This yes. is One Piece Tumblr. This is basically, if you, if you went to Tumblr and you searched hashtag One Piece, you would get their article section. Yeah. This there's, reads there's, like... There's, there's three major ones I've selected first here like we can either do the one about the scanlations or the one about violence against women or the one about one piece LGBT trannies let's get to the fan subs because that one was a favorite because that that's that started some magic that I'm I'm sad we didn't come up with on this podcast but <laughs> we will relay to you because yes. we came up with something hilarious for this uh, Alright, this article is entitled How Scanlations Ruin Your One Piece Experience. Oh, this one, Written by the by way, it is, is by Zach Logan, and there's one yes. thing I'm going to get into after Max sort of uh, gives a rundown of the article. Um, but yeah, th- there, there's some extra connotations that uh, a lot of people won't know that I will fill you all in on when Max is done. But yeah, basically the article is really, really long, but essentially what it's about is how any sort of like Fan scandalations are horrible, and you're a horrible human being for even using them. Like he's essentially arguing they're all of inferior quality, they can't translate right, they're not faithful to the source material, they use a lot of curses, you guys, which is really, really awful and terrible. Or, them, or they use unnecessary Japanese words... Like Nakama and so on, you know, all that bitching. And of course you have the, just according to Keikaku picture, just to really hammer at home, even though that's not even One Piece, but whatever. Yeah. And uh, oh, go ahead. <coughs> yeah. And then at the end we get to this bit which says, ruining the experience for others. <laughs> Not ghostwritten by Greg, as far as I know. The entire argument essentially boils down to the idea that by you being able to access this stuff earlier, rather than through the official release, not only are you getting the evil inferior version, but you're also basically going to ruin it for everyone else. And then they can't eat their grilled cheese. Yeah, because that way they can't get their grilled cheese sandwiches. Like, yeah, here's, here's the conclusion of that part of the article. 
As we have outlined, there are many, many downsides to reading scanlations. Therefore, many people try and avoid them and patiently wait for the official release. It's the equivalent to stealing a low-quality version of a movie before it comes out and promptly talking about it online for everyone to see. Even if 70% of the people on the internet are doing that, that doesn't make it right to the 30% who decided to wait to see the movie in a theater and get the full experience when they first see it. So yeah, it's like... You may re choose to read the scans or may not have the option to read an official release, but in doing so, keep in mind that many may not read the chapter until Monday. To which really the only proper reply is, who gives a fuck? Yeah. And then, the final <coughs> conclusion. See here, uh, blah blah blah. Ah, yes. Many manga readers with access to legal manga do not understand that they hurt the manga industry as a whole when they decide to read scanlations. Which I don't agree with, but whatever. Even fewer people who read scanlations understand that they're getting a significantly inferior product that often does not represent the true intentions of the author. Well, that's interesting because you can bitch as much as you like for the uh, fucking fan subs and so on using Japanese words, but at the end of the day they're at least trying to translate it one to one. How many times has it happened with the official version that they just outright changed stuff because they thought it was too risque or not politically correct enough? Or that they uh, don't understand copyright law? Yeah. yeah. Remember like the official versions of JoJo, for instance? Or the official versions of One Piece, right? Rorinoa Zolo? Yeah. Or, or uh, um, Bong Clay being master of Oh Come My Way Karate. That's 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 what he used, right? Wait, what's yeah, Okama? Oh, we're gonna get into Okama a little later. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So, see, my my personal credo is I will generally go for the official release because it's done by professionals. But if the professionals turn out to be incompetent and, and thus not professional, I will read fan subs. For instance, I don't support official releases of JoJo. I don't like the name changes. Um, I, I see from other media that references music that they are pointless and done by people that obviously don't understand how copyright law actually works. And most likely because of the fact that it's owned by Warner Brothers, they are doing it solely because these are artists that are not owned by Warner Brothers. And thus Warner Brothers, who has, you know, a, uh, a music division, doesn't want to promote artists that they don't have a stake in. Mm-hmm. And that's scummy. And I don't like it. So I go to some stuffs. Also because now we know Crunchyroll um, has some shady shit going on. Yes. Um, but they can't be fully trusted. Uh, so I go to some stuffs. Also, some stuffs translations are just better than Crunchyrolls. I've said this before. If you if you want the full JoJo experience, some hyphen stuffs dot com, it's better translated, and they don't change names. Also, I just like to I just like to point out that really I don't think scanlations really hurt the manga industry for. Well, a fairly simple reason. Namely this. Like, people who read scanlations broadly fall into one of two categories. It's either people who just, you know, need their fix just now, immediately, and then buy the products because they want to support the series that they like. Or, alternatively, it's people who read it because they wanted to like check it out or were kind of interested in it, but were unwilling to actually pay as much money for it as you'd have to pay for 
a typical anime or manga, which is quite a bit. Yes, as so so if, if if scan nations didn't exist, they wouldn't have bought it anyway. Also, uh, let's not forget how Crunchyroll got started. I, you're also forgetting hmm. there's a lot of stuff that doesn't get an official translation at all, so you can only get it through scanlations. Yeah. Yeah, or fan subs. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like Akagi, for instance. But uh, even doesn't have a Western release, which which is just wrong. Let's uh, forgo that for a second, and and, and forgo all those other reasons that are absolutely correct. And uh, there's there's one that they focus on a lot um, for some reason. Now, I will give you the needless Japanese terms. Nakama was stupid, but it's also done for the most part. I mean, the scan. I read scans. Um, I don't support the official release. Suck my balls. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a rebel. Wait, wait, wow. Um, I have not seen them use the term Nakama in this game. Now, there's like multiple scan groups. I generally go to like Manga Eden. Um, and re- what they tend to do is they put up whoever released it first, they put up first. And then when someone releases a better translation, they replace it with that. Uh, so usually like if you get there day one, it's like shitty Manga Panda. But if you wait a day, it's like a little better. Um... I've not seen the word Nakama maybe once or twice but generally no but we forget that the One Piece fans were the ones petitioning to keep Nakama in the first place mm-hmm. so let's let's not pretend like it like this is some scourge that you know we've we've all we've been against no you, half you motherfuckers were were like at the do uh, you know you you have not felt cringe until you've been at a, a Funimation panel talking about One Piece when they first got it and some autistic lisping asshole gets up and asks, "Are you gonna leave Nakama untranslated? Say, are are, are you gonna leave here sad and alone? Of course you are. Nakama, not so much. So, so, like, let's not act like the fandom was like dealing with some outside force that was leaving Nakama untranslated. No, the fandom was the one that wanted that shit untranslated. But uh, one of the things that they bring up a lot." As a complaint, it's, it's, that supposedly is just ruining. If, if you're getting a ruined experience if you read scans versus the, the official release. Um, oh, before I get in that, just real quick, I want to bring up the reason Zach Logan is telling you to read the official release has nothing to do with the quality of One Piece. Obviously, his arguments are, are um, flimsy as shit. The real reason is because the One Piece podcast now believes that they are part of the industry. They are part of the official release. They've had J. Michael Tatum on a bunch of times. They've had Mike McFarlane on once or twice. They've had people from Funimation. They schmooze with Funimation. Now they think that they're in. They're part of the Cool Kids Club, spelled with K's because it's funny. They're, lit- uh, they're literally shilling they, fucking Shonen Jump at the bottom of the article. Yeah, they're shilling. They, they're basically... This is the slave mentality. Basically, Funimation got the One Piece podcast to work for him without ever paying him a dime. Because these people like, are this, that this stupid. Isn't, this isn't really an article. It's basically an advertisement. This is like when you go on Infowars and then you find like the, the articles telling you how you should get like the extreme male vitality boost. Yeah. That's the same shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And uh, I know this con- uh, this comparison stinks doubly because Infowars is a right wing website, <laughs> <laughs> and Alex Jones is an entertaining person with personality. So to compare him to these fucks is an insult to Alex Jones. 
Yeah. At, le- at least if the One Piece podcast is going to be weird and crazy, they could be entertaining about it. Uh, yeah, but this is the same thing. They're, you're shilling because the, he, they have it in their heads that they're part of the official release now. And they have a friend who is, uh, their friend Steven, is the translator for One Piece for the official manga release. So they have a friend that works for the official release. That is why they're shilling. You, just, you, is it? It's a rat king, folks. Everybody's connected to everybody, and they're all lying to you. And that turned to Alex Jones for a second. There. <laughs> um, devil government, <laughs> devil government, devil industry, devil industry. <laughs> they're turning the freaking Okamas gay. Wait, I'm gonna. I mean, I misinterpreted something. Uh, but also, does the official release? I I just looked at this. Is, does it seriously still say Zolo? Yep, they're still Fuck calling you. him Zolo. You know, after the famous, <laughs> after the famous swordsman Zolo. And, and but here's the stupid part: kill Fun- yourself. Funimation's dub calls him Zoro, but for some reason, the 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 manga release. Won't it's just keeping it Zolo? Did these people not know about the origin of the name Zoro? No, they thought they'd it, get sued. It's literally the Spanish word by who Zoro? Yeah, it's a Spanish word for fox. You can't copyright that. Even if you have a swordsman called Zoro, he only has one R. That is literally enough to get around it. I don't think you understand how this shit works. <laughs> Look, if fucking Guilty Gear. Can come and I've made this argument for the JoJo name changes too. If Guilty Gear can come over here without changing a goddamn thing, when they have some of the most blatant music references to the point where Slayer's move set is literally Queen songs, word for word, the titles of Queen songs to the point, to, to the point where half of them don't even accurately describe what the attack does. It's just a Queen song. Can you just imagine the changes they would make if the same people in charge of JoJo were doing Guilty Gear? <laughs> it's not on time. Happy lunch. <laughs> Soul's real name is Frederico. <laughs> Slayer's killer. <laughs> Abba just wouldn't even exist. <laughs> or they'd switch the letters and be Bab. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> well, what would they do with Kai, though? Fuck if I know. They can <laughs> call him Jim Frank. I'm my um, character, Bly Bliskey. <laughs> I'm unexpectedly having sex with the gear again. <laughs> How embarrassing. Dizzy's been changed to woozy. Uh-huh. <laughs> like Potemkin is like More big like pumpkin. More like <laughs> oh, you gotta fuck. change Potemkin to get around the copyright on Battleship Potemkin. (laughs) (laughs) Everything that's a reference gets changed. They have to change all of the text on people's clothes. I mean, that's that's what they did to JoJo. They changed non-music references. That's why they won't use Poochie's full name. Because it's a reference to uh, two clothing designers. Enrico Pucci is like Enrico and Pucci are two different things. So they that's why in the games they just call him Father Pucci and they put an H in Pucci. Jacko is just centered from the me. game entirely. 
She just gets cut out. <laughs> no, her mask is turned to a smiley face, and she's called, like, fuck, like, I don't know, Smilo or something. Or Smile hyphen E. Some shit. The point is... Christmas. Guess what? <laughs> the point is, copyright doesn't work that way. Just because Prince was an asshole to the English rights holders of JoJo decades ago doesn't mean that's how copyright works. You're allowed to name shit after shit, as long as it's not super blatant. Uh, and I don't mean super blatant like, but they just call things song title. No, I mean super blatant like if Zoro from One Piece was... If he had a mask. If he had a mask and had two R's in his name and sliced a Z into people, then you'd have a case. Mm. Even then, I'm pretty sure actually Zoro is public domain. I could be wrong. This is, this is like I, the opposite of Chris Chance Blase attitude where he thinks he can literally use Sonic and Pikachu in his comic and say it's a parody. <laughs> this is like the other end of that, this extreme overcaution. Yeah. Uh, so, and it's another reason I support official release. These people don't know how to fucking... Uh, Copyright works. How like, goddamn it! I can't use a character with electric powers because Pikachu already exists. And like, th- they brought over Bastard, which also is full of music references. And the only one they change, ones they change, are ones that I'm pretty sure they just didn't catch the reference because they changed the names around. Like they didn't use it as blatantly as JoJo. I, I can't but they're, they're also I just references. Realized this. Sorry, sorry to interrupt, but Gintama. That is nothing but blatant references to other shit. Like if you if you censored the references, then there would be nothing left of the show. And well, with Gintama, I'd le- I'd call it less references and more like blatant idea theft. Well, yeah, it's or family. carbon carbon copy because that's literally what it is. It's family like it isn't even. Yeah, G- Gintama isn't even like a isn't even referencing shit. It's literally just reenacting shit and copying it like pretty much almost frame for frame and then acting like that constitutes parody. By the way, if you like Gintama, kill yourself. <laughs> hey oh, that's why I watched that is, shit, you fucks. This is Goku. We have Goku, but it's not in Dragon Ball. This is Gintama. We sure fooled you. <laughs> hey, look, there's not Piccolo. <laughs> we are getting so off track here. Um... <laughs> They are, uh, but the 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 thing the the final thing I want to get on this fan something. One of the things that they uh, a lot of these people bring up, and they bring it up in this article, and I've seen other people, uh, dumbass One Piece fans, bring this up on Twitter and shit. Uh, a, a problem they seem to have is that, that fan subs needlessly curse. Shit. Like like who fucking cares? Oh no, did they make Luffy say fuck? Hashtag ruined. <laughs> I can't. I, I might as well throw this grilled. I need to throw this grilled cheese sandwich in the trash now. They ruined <laughs> it. Now, um. <laughs> so, apparently, like, uh, Zeph throwing in you little twat after telling Sanji not to hit a woman, never to hit a woman, just ruins that scene, apparently? adding having yes it's dumb to have them needlessly curse who cares who fucking cares like 
Yeah, it's dumb. I would rather the characters needlessly curse than have names changed at the level of the official JoJo releases or have all references to Bong Clay being an Okama wiped in the in the um, One Piece manga, which yeah, I think... Like- like I when, think when Luffy meets him in Impal Down, she's just kind of like, sup, faggot? <laughs> yeah, because uh, we came up with a little something. Uh, we were just dicking around when we were uh, reading through these. Because uh, we came to the conclusion Luffy would be improved by this fan sub behavior. <laughs> because yeah, he because has then no character. he'd care. have a personality. <laughs> yeah, because he has none beyond just being a <clears throat> stale clone of Son Goku. I fight for my friends. <laughs> It's like, you could pretty much guess what Luffy's going to do at any given time. Yeah. So, like, we, he would actually be interesting and entertaining and have a personality if he were fan-sub Luffy. If you just roll, like, Doflamingo just starts talking shit and giving a villain speech, and Luffy just looks like, shut up, you fucking nigger! And Doflamingo's just stunned for a minute, just kind of looks at his hands for a second, like, did I, did I get a tan? Is he confused? <laughs> like, like, uh... <laughs> Nami's like stabbing her Arlong t- tattoo like no whatever and Luffy's roll up and like I'm gonna fuck that needle nose needle dick fucker up quit stabbing your arm you retard that's not how you get a tattoo off I'm gonna come back for your stupid ass later here hold my hat you fucking slut I'm gonna kick some purple nigger ass <laughs> fucking I- fish degenerates <laughs> this, this is why you shouldn't fuck fish <laughs> this makes me want to just make it into code mint. Or or like or like Luffy is at Ace and Whitebeard's funeral and he just kinda somberly turns around to everyone who's attending there and is like everyone right on the gravestone, Whitebeard is a stupid nigger. Everything he says is the most confrontational, foul mouth thing he can possibly say. Oh, the world government put a bounty on you. Boo-hoo, my penis doesn't work. <laughs> he fucking when he when he meets Shirahoshi, you know he's on her huge boobs. He's like, these are the biggest fucking tits I've ever seen. You giant fish slut. You stay right here. I'm gonna be back because I need to get my actual motorboat so I can motorboat these tits on a whole new level. And then I'm gonna get my show jet- you why I invented Gear Three in the first place. <laughs> I'm gonna get my jet ski so I can see do you in the ass. Can you, can you imagine Tranny Island in this version? <laughs> Wait, Miss Anj, you tell me you run with a bunch of lady boys, you fucking faggot? <laughs> Is that why you? Or like, like, oh, don't sit at the, don't sit at the bow of the ship. That's Luffy's seat. He's getting mad. Get the fuck out of my seat, you fucking cock sucking turbo triple slut! I swear <laughs> to God, I'm gonna pull out my long rubber dick and wrap it around your throat and strangle you to death with it if you don't get the fuck off my seat. <laughs> We're going on a fucking adventure, you cowardly faggots. I swear to fucking God, anyone touches my goddamn meat, I'm gonna fucking rip your balls off and th- throw them into the ocean and then fuck you in your new ball hole. <laughs> Just, I feel like if we ever get a YouTube channel, we need to take like one piece of like, the Japanese version 
like take scenes from One Piece, just have everybody say their actual lines, but replace all Luffy's dialogue with fan sub Luffy. <laughs> <laughs> just all the other characters are identical. <laughs> like Vivi, you stupid cock gobbling slut. <laughs> we told you that we're your friends, you piece of shit with your fucking blue hair dye. You look like you you look like your fucking gender studies cunt. <laughs> You can't fight Crocodile alone, you stupid bitch. We're going to help you, and you're going to like it, or I'm going to deck you in the face again, because it's what I do. I punch bitches, sometimes literally, sometimes figuratively. I got it. Everything is the same before the time skip, but then afterward, Luffy is just this way. With no explanation. (laughs) Something went on on that island. (laughs) <laughs> it changed him. And now he's fan sub Luffy. <laughs> he just got three years of training or however many it were under Moon Man. <laughs> Where the fuck is Big Mom? I'm gonna throw my big cock up her big ass. And then I'm gonna go gear third and split her in two. <laughs> oh, you coming at me with your fucking biscuit power, you fucking slanty-eyed faggot? Alright, here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna eat the shit out of your fucking biscuits, cause I'm, your fucking shit is food to me, with your stupid giant sword, what'd you call that shit, pretzel, I'm fucking, I'll pull out your dick and turn, spin that into a fucking pretzel, and then rip it off and shove it down your throat, you cock goblin. Well, like, Sanji's fucking Nazi family is trying to marry him off to some fucking slut from Big Mom, don't they know that this guy likes it up the ass, I mean, come on, it's like, it's been so fucking obvious. Have you Look seen at- how this guy acts with women? He constantly faints when he sees a naked one. Like, <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> I like this Luffy way better. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, fan sub Luffy. <laughs> You're gonna try to tell me that would ruin the One Piece experience? <laughs> I would be disappointed to find out that wasn't Luffy. <laughs> Wait, they were changing that shit? <laughs> He's really what? Oh, fuck this. <coughs> I was entertained by Luffy sounding like Johannes Krauser the Third. So moving away from fan subs. dioxide. <laughs> what else did we have? <laughs> uh, violence against women. Oh yeah, we should talk about that one. Which one was that? Yeah, Paul right in the kisser <laughs> is what the article uh, is called. The last one. It's you saved it's the by worst some for last. Yeah, it's by some gigantic faggot who initially, when I read the article, I didn't even know this was written by a man. Like, I thought this was just written by an incredibly self-absorbed Tumblr-using woman who can't see or enjoy anything other through the lens of, like, herself and her own insecurities and ego. But no, apparently this is, like, a guy who's internalized this bullshit so fucking much that he gets this extensively offended on the behalf of women. Well, someone has to fight to protect them. And of course, he immediately starts off with the fucking blather about this stupid fucking stuffed in the fridge term. Which we already discussed. Yeah, and then he's pretty much bitching about uh, fucking Cosette from that one recent One Piece chapter where Sanji's brother is throwing the plate at her and Sanji catches it. And here he says, 
Hurting an innocent bystander is an easy way for any author to establish a character as despicable and evil. Hurt a woman and child and their despicability increases. I'm sure all One Piece fa fans are familiar with Sanji's characteristics. We all know that the quickest ways to make him angry are A. Hurt a woman and B. Waste food. Big surprise then that we now know that there's going to be a throwdown with Niji in the near future. Yeah, by the way, congratulations on writing this, this fucking subtly order, you fucking hag. I'm with Sanji on this. I want him to beat his brothers to a bloody pulp because they reminded me of the other most despicable villains in One Piece, the Celestial Dragons. They remind you of them because they're the exactly the fucking same. In fact, I don't think I have hated anyone as much as I hate <coughs> Niji since St. Charles on Shabaldi. And that is just kind of hilarious because this just shows how much of a fucking rube this dude is. For one simple reason. It's like most people who, you know, have a brain and aren't completely easily manipulated by the simplest emotional cues aren't really capable of hating either Luffy's, uh, sorry, about s either Sanji's brothers or this one fat motherfucker from the Celestial Dragons. And that's for a very, very simple reason. Namely, these are not characters. Like, when you read this shit, you can't take this possibly seriously. Like, th these, are, these are complete and utter caricatures. Yeah. Like, they're, s they're so cartoonishly <coughs> evil... And this is such a blatant and and easy attempt to make them look like horrible and villainous. It's it's just like that scene with Boar Hancock where she breaks that one statue that the adoring children made to her. Like, all she had to do afterwards is just to kick a puppy and then we'd have like the, the villain trifecta or maybe tie someone down some railroad tracks. <laughs> <laughs> like what the fuck is this bullshit? <laughs> But but this guy it says like look at that face look at it he's not even a real person and I want to punch him. <laughs> I am utterly convinced Oda could just do an entire One Piece chapter that is literally just one page and him drawing a simple frowny face, like in in literal like two dots and a sad uh, and a and a little ball like as a sad face. And they would say it was one of the most emotionally draining and most tragic chapters in all of fiction. <laughs> you are because not that's wrong. how easily manipulated these dumb pieces of shit are. <laughs> yeah. And and that goes in what I was talking about before the slave mentality. <clears throat> my I, I'm my sorry my throat is hurting a little bit from my excitement earlier. Uh, it's the slave mentality I was talking about. Th th this is it. This is what we're looking at. They they were told to hate this guy. They were told to feel this way, and so they hated this guy, and they felt this way. They're, these are not complicated people, despite their attempts to look intelligent and look thoughtful. They they are in fact, I don't know, thoughtless. I guess they don't have a whole lot to say because pretty much their thoughts are fed to them. In this case, they're fed to them by Ichiro Oda because he says, hate this guy. Okay. I hate that guy so much. Oh, man. Ichiro Oda told me to hate him, so man, do I hate him. And it's not a matter like if an author wants you to feel a way, you're not allowed to feel a way, or you're, you know, slave mentality. That's that's not the case. But, but an author should... 
Essentially, a good author manipulates their audience to feel a way. They, they, they set up events, and they, they, they get you to, to like a character, and then do something bad to them so that you feel bad. Because you liked the character. So you empathize with them when something bad happened to them. You could sort of put it like this, like a good author is essentially to an extent like a good con artist in this regard. Like it's someone who's just through mister uh, through misdirection, through certain cues, like he's getting you to go along with the quote unquote scam, you know. But this sort of shit, this is pretty much the equivalent of a guy in a shirt that's spr- splattered with blood and a knife in his hand. And like a crazed look on his face, and he's walking up to you and is asking you to turn around for a few minutes. <laughs> That's what this is. Yeah. And these are the stupid motherfuckers that would actually turn around. Yeah, they go, okay. Gee, I have no idea where this is going. Oh, this is so fun. <laughs> Where's my chopper hat? And my grilled cheese sandwich. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, this—it's—it's it's astounding how easily manipulated these people are by anything Oda does. Really, I mean, these are the people that loved Whitebeard and thought Whitebeard was the strongest person ever because they were told to like Whitebeard and they were told Whitebeard was strong, despite Mm -hmm. the fact that Whitebeard. I mean, if his hockey didn't even fucking work, and that's never been shown to fail in the entire series. Oh, you know, happens to lots of men his age. <laughs> like, it was established, like, hey, you want to hit a Logia? You use hockey. That's the one-to-one thing. You use hockey on Aoki G and Aoki lol, no. You know, if I, if I still had respect for, for Oda's cleverness, I would almost think that that was an intentional joke <laughs> that Whitebeard at his age couldn't get hard anymore. <laughs> even, if, even when he's grinding against another man. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this, th- these, these people really do. They really have that slave mentality. They just... Th- Feel how they're told to feel, think what they're told to think, believe what they're told to believe. They are rubes. Also, I would just like to point out that this article isn't even internally consistent. Because on one hand, this dumbass is like demanding, okay, it's like, we gotta have, like, female characters that are just as, you know, quote-unquote diverse in their powers as the male characters are. And we gotta have it that female characters can also fight male characters rather than just women fighting women the entire time. But at the same time... He then says, you know, it's it's horrible when, when women get beaten up and that's sexist and fridging and we don't want that. So, like, which one is it? Because the only way you can possibly resolve this while keeping both of these is to have women fight the men and have the women never lose. And just have them dominate every male character that they fight. Well, that's what they want. I mean, they, they need these women characters, not to be characters, but to validate their insecurities. Oh, holy shit, he actually says it here. Like, already, the fact that people don't expect Luffy to fight Big Mom is a huge letdown. So, fandom expectations are important now. It's even worse when some readers expect Luffy to beat her to a bloody pulp. No, man, I want her to overpower him and show why she was given the title of Emperor. Oh my god, a big mom fanboy? How low have you sunk in your life as a man? 
all the other emperors we've seen so far had immense strength, so why should Big Mom be any different? That's another consistent theme this arc. Everyone underestimates Big Mom. Judd thinks she's a crazy woman, because she is. And Luffy thinks he can just waltz into her territory and walk out again with ease, because he can. Do you see what you've done, Oda? People don't expect women in this series to be a legitimate challenge. Because she's not. And she is an idiot in a rube. I mean, she's getting fucking played by Caesar Clown. Yeah, that dumbass. Also, one of my favorite bits is him saying, Now let me just say, I don't like violence for violence's sake. Says the man reading One Piece. I know that's funny coming from a guy that loves a shonen series where the main character literally punches his way through all his problems. The thing is, the violence in the series represents characters successfully demonstrating the strength of their ideals. Every time Luffy wins a fight, it's because he wants to be Pirate King more than the other guy. Because blah 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 conviction... It's a... Motherfucker, do you realize that in, in most... In most cases, like whether real or in fiction, people who fight don't just merely fight for the sake of punching each other, but because they have some sort of conviction or they want to accomplish something? Like, you dumb motherfucker. <laughs> and and here he's he's immediately contradicting himself again because it's, why can't we have women that are the same way? Why can't Tashiki get as bloodied as Zoro when fighting an opponent, showing that her conviction is no weaker than his? Well, two reasons for this really. One, Tashiki is a complete weakling and a dumbass. And reason number two, and this is the more important one, is if this actually happened, you could bet that these guys would write five billion articles about the relentless sexism in One Piece and how the poor women are being attacked and cut apart in these fights. Yeah. <clears throat> Unless Tashigi, like, won and had, like, a fucking Braveheart moment or something. Yeah. But if she lost that fight, oh, they'd be upset. <laughs> Yeah, the the fucking gender studies shit. Yeah. And here's it's the thing. And here's yeah. the thing I don't think they understand. Oda knows about this. He's made it clear. He's aware of what the the Western fans think about portrayal of women. He's also stated that he doesn't care. He said this outright. He said, and I quote, I'm making teenage boys' dreams come true. Which is why he flat out stated he's never going to change the way he draws women, and in fact gave his little um, like model for how he draws women, and it's literally uh, a head, and then two round globes for the boobs, and then an X for the body, and that's his sort of women skeleton. <laughs> and he like showed that off, said this is how I draw women, this is how I'm always going to draw women, because I'm doing this for teenage boys. He said it flat out. He's never going to listen to you. He does not and care. Which is one of the reasons I love the guy. And this leads into one of my favorite things I've, I've seen on this entire thing. Namely, the same guy who wrote this article. In the comments, like, he argued with one guy who said, you know, like, Oda is writing this for teenage boys. And it's like, what reason does Oda have to change this? Like, who cares? And also, Japan is different than the West. So, the guy who wrote the article replies and says, like, uh, blah 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 
the thing about One Piece, though, is that Oda has his characters take strong stances on a lot of important issues like friendship, racism, slavery, and freedom. Friendship is so a very believe... important issue that is that has divided this country. <laughs> so I guess I believe that there's more to Oda than just wanting to write an interesting story. Who knows? Maybe I'm wrong. I also agree I can't hold it against Oda for targeting a certain audience for his work and so tailoring the story to suit their tastes. However... I also believe in the power of stories to be able to shape and influence young minds, and I think the author has, the author has a duty to do that in a positive manner. Can I force Oda to do that? No. Do I wish that he would do that? Yes. Do I wish I could force him to do that? Also, yes. Like, uh, um, what exactly do you mean there by you believe in the power of this to shape young minds? Exactly how would you use this power, I ask? I mean, just curious, because you sound kind of Hitler youthy. You sound kind of brainwashy there. It's a, little, it's a little what your types would call icky. I can't hold it um, against Oda for targeting a certain audience for his work and so tailoring the story to suit their taste, but I'm going to do exactly that. <laughs> and I'm going to essentially demand that entertainment be remade in order to brainwash everyone with my favorite liberal talking points. Um, and, so and that's not even a disingenuous interpretation. That's literally what he's saying. So, yeah, um, Duder, uh, writer of this article, what's he call himself again? Gentleman bastard. Yeah, um, aptly put, you're a bastard, uh, you're a piece of shit. Um, kindly get AIDS. If you, if you, would you kindly? Does that work in real life? Does the Bioshock would you kindly work in real life? Let's try it out. He, would you kindly probably, get AIDS? He, he would probably believe it. <laughs> would you, would you kindly pick a fight with a, with a psychopath? <laughs> you know, something, something to make sure that these uh, lovely beliefs of yours die with you. I he'd mean, he'd uh, probably do it if Oda told him to. <laughs> so, so next chapter, One Piece Chopper just turns the screen. Gentleman bastard should eat a gun. Well, Oda <laughs> well, said. Well, he said it. <laughs> Chopper spoke to me. I can die happy. <laughs> uh, to, pa to, parap to quote Transmetropolitan here, it's like, if this guy tells th tells these people to light their own asses on fire, they say, lighter or matches. <laughs> yeah, that's that's how this fandom is with Oda. <laughs> Oda, you hack-fucking-fraud. <laughs> like, you basically ripped off the Nazis for your fucking Sonny's family story. I know this because I sold it to you. Sold the Nazis? Yes. I I, I literally sold the concept. <laughs> I literally sold the concept of Nazis to eight year old. We have a sort of brand deal going on. It's like I, I wanted more representation, so in exchange he decided to write for me the best characters in One Piece, which are Sanji's brothers. <laughs> but they're so hateable. You're supposed to hate them because of the story told you to. They're so mean. 
even though they're, as we said, caricatures, and thus not even real people, and thus you can't even really form a negative emotion toward their actions because they're caricatures, and you really only have an option to be entertained by them because they are such caricatures that they put on enough of a show in a dismal arc where you actually have something to hold on to. Fuckers. (laughs) And they are great. Sanji's brothers are great. The fucking scene with the hard eyes, and they're still trying to be stoic and serious, but the eyes bulge out. <laughs> they're, they're, they're fantastically Nami, douchey. Lot. I love Germa 66 <laughs> overall. <laughs> um, more, more like Germa 69. <laughs> yeah, so... So basically what we have is now these people are now bordering on despicable. I'm sorry if that's hate speech. Is that hate speech to still say that? I mean, I think we've maybe crossed a few hate speech thresholds. I don't know. Well, you, ju- you just said border, which is a very offensive term. <laughs> it's exclusive and, and xenophobic. And Luffy would not approve of this because he, he punches walls, you know. Luffy is for open borders and Luffy is all for having a public opinion and a private one. Yeah. Also, Luffy is totally asexual. <laughs> Should we transition into that? How oh, you get it? Yes. Let's let's do this shit. Yes. This one. This so episode next... will probably be longer than usual. Um. Because good lord, there's so much. And oh yeah, my god. So so next we have an article by a woman. Well, at least allegedly, called the dichotomy of queerness in One Piece. And I want to die. <laughs> At the beginning, she even, like, apologizes for using the term queer. Like, I apologize in advance to anyone who reads this who doesn't identify as straight but dislikes being called queer. (coughs) When you're a queer, as with every minority, you want to see your fellows represented in the media that you love. When you're a queer, you're a queer all the way. Which is interesting because I'm pretty sure, like, she isn't fucking gay. She probably is. Probably is a dude. Yeah, but <laughs> but from I'm just assuming it's a woman for the sake of argument. It's like it's like because I'm I'm pretty sure like but we know actual gay people and they don't actually feel that way. Mm-hmm. But anyway. However, in both Hollywood and foreign media, including manga and anime, often only heteronormativity is portrayed as something positive. This is why I, and I'm sure many others, strain to see and appreciate any and all queerness that appears in One Piece. We want to relate to these characters, and seeing something other than a typical cishet model can be a moment of great excitement. Something we rave to our fellow fans about. So, um... That burned. Okay, so that means that... Like the, the the straight the the non quote unquote queer characters like these are all boring and the same like you can't have sufficient quote unquote character diversity with with only straight people because as we know like for instance uh, Sabo and Blackbeard are totally the same character because they're not explicitly gay or take it up the ass okay I mean Sabo does but <laughs> like it wasn't made explicit that's the point I mean he is flaming but. <laughs> But in a different way than Ace was. <laughs> you fucking hack. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> well, it's the, the obsession with identity these people have because they're narcissists. It's, it's all they care about. 
I don't care about the character, their personality, their goals, their, you know, what what archetype they're built from, if they have anything beyond their archetype. Hi, Luffy. Um, no, it's just how does that how does it work with me and my identity? What are they gay? What is this? I just sorry, I'm reading this and I just zeroed in on the sentence where she says "gray sexual." Yes, let me get to that. Let's and no, start it off doesn't. It t- doesn't mean that you're attracted to gray aliens. Let's start off by talking about a character that most people don't think of as queer: Monkey D. Luffy. Oh, I think I'm as queer, but in the old definition. In the SBS in Volume 54, when asked why Luffy doesn't react to Hancock but reacted to Nami, Oda stated, "When Luffy is alone, his reaction is what it was with Hancock." He's interested, but he's not entranced by her. But when he's with Usopp, who's the same age, it's like a kid on a school trip. His bad side comes out. While Oda has made it difficult to interpret whether he means that Luffy can be sexually attracted to women, I'm not sure what's ambiguous about this, it still hasn't stopped people from identifying him as asexual or graysexual, a term used to identify someone on the asexual spectrum who might not normally experience sexual attraction but can sometimes. Oh, oh! It's you mean you mean you, you mean like these people um, that are what are they called again? Oh yeah, right, fucking everyone. <laughs> well, see, other thing, the, a lot of these people that obsess over blank sexual, blank sexual. These are obviously nerd outcasts um, who they didn't have the high school experience. They weren't getting laid in high school, but the people around them were. They felt outcast about it. So basically, in their mind, cishet people are just going around wanting to, if not, succeeding in fucking everybody. They're like Jersey Shore and Turbo Viagra. Yeah, that's... Regular people. That's heteronormativity. That's what the so, heteros So clearly, are. just because you aren't, like, literally masturbating in public 24-7, that means you're asexual or graysexual or queer... Or whatever. Like just be like, like, just no, like there's just only dumbass. Just like there's only two genders, there are only three sexuals: hetero, homo, and bi. That's yes, it. Yes, I, I still don't really think asexual is a real thing. Asexual is still. You're either one of the three, and you just don't wanna ever. You're hetero. You're homo. You're bi. That's it. Or you're a faggot. Which is <laughs> well, that's not a sexual. That's a behavioral thing. Yeah, exactly. Which is the same thing as the fucking I'm asexual. No, you're not. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're pri- like I'm gray sexual. No, you're 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 hetero, but you're a faggot about it. Yeah. You know, you're, you know you're what? trying let's, to let's, make yourself special because you can't get laid. Yeah. You know what? Let's let's make a deal here. Why not? After all, it is it is possible to, you know, identify someone's sexuality simply by showing them pictures of people and seeing how their brain reacts. So, if you do that and you show me the brain scans that tell that show that you react to nothing, then fine, I'll call you asexual. Until then, no. Until then, get out of my fucking face with your bullshit. Yeah. Um th- this is insane. Um by the way, I love the apology at the beginning because this this whole social justice bullshit now they can't decide if queer is okay or not. Because here's the thing. And we're going to get into this with the tranny shit. There, there is an oppression Olympics going on right now. 
people want to feel special, and they found out that one of the ways you can feel special is to be the oppressed, especially if you live in a liberal bubble where oppressor versus oppressed is very important. It's a, it's a status symbol. You, you, you feel special. You feel coddled. People pay attention to you, take care of you. They care about your feelings because you're the oppressed. So when people want to make themselves the oppressed, they follow the criteria of basically building an oppressed class out of themselves by mimicking oppressed classes of the past. For instance, look at black people in, what was it, like the 50s, 60s? They, you know, weren't allowed to do this and that. They couldn't congregate. They were, you know, you had segregation going on. But there were also little uh, social cues. And one of the important things is the slur. They need a slur. You can't be in a press class if you don't have a slur. So they will take a word that is otherwise innocuous, that other people call them, and they will deem it a slur. That way, people are already calling them this word, and the word is ignoble. That's the key. To make a slur, you take an ignoble slang term for your group, and now you make it offensive. It wasn't offensive before, but it's not proper, and it doesn't sound nice. So now you can make it a slur. So someone's going to say it in the beginning. Now you can get them. Now you can get that, um, that's not really okay for you to say. So you can get them in that moment. If they are somebody that you can dupe, or you can sort of play off their altruism, the, the kind of manipulative shit social justice does, they will go, oh, God, I'm sorry. And you have that, they have that moment, mm, mm, power. Mm, 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 I'm the impressed now. Mm, mm, mm. Tastes good. I'm getting points. <clears throat> this is what happened with queer. Gay people got called queer because queer essentially meant strange. So if you were gay in, let's say, the 50s, you were acting a little strange. He's, he's talking with a lisp, and he's really effeminate, and he's kind of acting a little queer. And that's kind of how it evolved. Then queer became a slur because they're saying I'm weird. I mean, it's a very innocuous term. It's probably the lightest way you can be called weird because queer just means there's something off. That's all it means. Like, like, like say you got someone with a cock eye. Their one eye just doesn't look straight. They're, they're queer. And their eyes are a little queer. It's a relatively innocuous term, but it, it, sound, it doesn't sound noble. It doesn't sound like an official term, so you can make a slur out of it. But then they wanted to sort of readopt it and use it as a catch-all term for non-heteros, but then they're sort of locked into the issue of, but is it a slur? How do I use it? What if we make it like, okay, it's offensive if um, people in this uh, segment use it, but not this segment, or this context, but only if this segment uses in the context. This segment can use in the context, but only in, in an educational fashion. Whereas this, like, they have to make, look, if you have to make a fucking rule book whether or not a word's okay or not, it's, it's probably not actually offensive. <laughs> because either a word's offensive or it's not. So if you have to make a rule book, or, oh, no, we can say it, but you can't. Oh, really? So, our, you just made some arbitrary, okay, but it's different if you say it. Well, what about the context? What if I'm just, I mean, I love me some rap. So what if I'm just singing along to a Tech 9 song? I love the song Rock and Roll Nigga. Love that song. I will just fucking start rapping along, even though I'm one of no rap skills, I'm white as shit, I don't care, I'm into it. I'll just fucking, so, am I racist now? I'm saying nigga a lot. I mean, it's in the chorus, it's in the title. So I'm a rock and roll nigga. Like, 
is, is that racism? But the context, if anything, the context is one where I am enjoying this black-made piece of art. <coughs> so how... It's just like when I'm singing along with my favorite Moon Man songs. <laughs> so obviously your, your slur shit is bullshit. And we're seeing this in every generation that comes up. I mean, each generation is less racist than the previous, and this current generation is probably the biggest dip in racism to the point where now racial slurs are funny because to this generation it's absurd. Racism is absurd, so they laugh at it. So the word nigger is funny. It's like t- it's like when a little kid says butt and starts laughing. When they get older, they say nigger and start laughing. <clears throat> it's the same shit. And <clears throat> you see this with tranny, and we're getting into this. <coughs> tranny is basically just it's just transsexual but like a little nickname version that's all it is that's the origins of the word but transsexuals decided we're going to get into the, on this uh, identity game we're going to get a little piece of that action we need a slur you can't, you can't be an oppressed minority you can't be a special snowflake without a slur it's like it's a part of initiation so now tranny's a slur wasn't a slur Ten, five years ago even. But now it's a slur, so they can be special. So you're, you see that in this article where it's like, um, I, I'm sorry, I'm going to use queer studies, but I'm sorry if, if you have this situation and thus it's offensive to you, but it might not be offensive to other people, but if, if you're one of these and queer is still offensive, but like, you know, now we're kind of using it different, but you might still be offended, so I'm sorry. And you'll see that, again, we'll see this as we get into the Okama shit. <coughs> But it's, it's there's no real meaning to tranny. It's just transsexual. But it's a slur now. Same with queer. Very, very little malice in the word inherently. <coughs> the word queer doesn't even have much strength to it. That's like getting offended like by like saying something is kooky. I'm sorry, did you say kooky? Um, or retarded. Not even retarded. Like Or stupid. Like these, those words are innocuous, and I get what you're saying, but queer isn't even that strong. Queer even is, isn't even as strong as retarded or stupid. It's, it really is on the level of kooky, but now it's offensive. Or dumb. <laughs> so anyway, now that I gave you all that history lesson, let's get into this fucking article. Because yeah. I think they get into the Okama shit. Yeah. Oh, he's, he's also another good video. While I would like to repeat that Oda has not confirmed that Luffy is asexual, the fact that he's often portrayed as such is something that many fans have latched onto, making him more relatable among a vast majority of heteronormative main characters. Which is kind of an interesting implication, because it's essentially implying that people who quote-unquote are asexual are incapable of relating to characters if they are not asexual themselves. What's that narcissist? That good old fashioned millennial narcissism. Of course, like these people will probably shoot back with, yeah, well, you can't relate to like a character when when they're like gay or or black or whatever. But that's that's not actually true. Because like seriously, like how many how many of our favorite characters are either like uh, like Japanese people or or black or gay or just weird in a lot of other ways. Or not like us in, in a lot of ways. Yeah, I, I don't think um, that comparison would hold water considering how much you love Shadow Warrior and Lo Wang. Yeah. I mean, Lo Wang is Asian to the point of being a caricature of Asians. Yes. 
like but he's still heteronormative <coughs> very much so yeah. or hey to go back to one piece and the character that's going to be talked about in this article Bon Clay I don't know I'd rather talk about Shadow Warrior than one piece <laughs> well yeah it's like it's like I like Bon Clay as a character Oh no! Wait, I I guess I'm incapable of liking him in any way because you know, like I am not, uh, I I am too heteronormative white male whatever the fuck. <laughs> like Jesus Christ, or Ivan. I I guess I'm not allowed to like Ivan <coughs> like by law now. You're only or allowed to like the German pretty much chicks. any. Yeah, or pretty much any character in anime. Only allowed to like people who are like you. You know how this works. It's like I'm I'm not allowed to like Dio because I'm not British. And you're or not bisexual. A Unless. <laughs> oh no, my secret is out. <laughs> Shit. Let's get to Bon Clay, because that goes into the thing I was saying about trainees. Oh, yeah. The earliest depiction of gay men and transgender women, however, is much more contentious. It's like, blah, blah, blah. First, this bitch is complimenting Bon Clay, and then there's a bit about Inazuma from the uh, whole Impel Down arc. And that character is apparently gender-fluid. Because that, that, that makes sense. And weirdly enough, like, there's there's a lot of, like, positive talk about the new Kamas. Even though... Say, I don't understand how you can compliment the new Kamas and then get offended over, like, the, the cross-dressing men in the, in the fucking Kamavaka kingdom. Because seriously, like... You can talk about like oh they're strong and they're helping Luffy and uh, you can talk about this all you like, but there's still the fact that the entire concept of these characters is like they're they're being mocked for for dressing weird and for being like man women. Yeah, pretty much. That's why like they have massive jaws, hairy legs. They have this voice. And yeah, and like even the characters who've been who've been changed by Ivankov, like even there, like they they all, very few of them actually look conventionally attractive in any way, shape, or form. Unless like the they, conventionally attractiveness is is done for laughs, like when yeah. uh, he changed that one dude to show his power. Yeah, and, and even even that bit, yeah, really, if if you want to get into it, like. Like they're saying, oh, they're not like equivalent of the scary gay stereotype or whatever. But really, if if you wanna if you wanna argue from that perspective, like if anything, like Ivankov and his people are actually far far more terrifying than the island that Sanji has been on, because like fucking Ivankov just changes just changes people's bodies without even their consent. He just does it like for a laugh, pretty much. Like fuck you, you're a woman now. Yeah, I don't think so, yeah. you understand. I don't think a lot of you gender studies people understand. If you if your um, chemical makeup is changed to that level, who you are is going to change at a very deep level, of a genetic level. 
I mean, essentially, it kills who you were and replaces you with a new person. Hell, Ivankov did this multiple times in the Impel Down arc with various people. Like this one guard, for instance. Yeah. I mean, it's... It's it's not the uh, gender-fluid paradise your gender studies class led you to believe something like this would be. Um, not Not to mention... Like, the entire concept of how his powers work works around a binary. Like, he changes men into women and vice versa. Yeah. So, your gender fluid thing's bullshit. Inazuma isn't gender fluid. He literally went to Ivankov to get switched. Yeah. It's just a person switching between man and woman constantly. <laughs> because of Ivankov's powers. And the other people are simply people that have either literally been changed into men or women that just dress funny. It's and and here's the thing I think a lot of you fuckers need to understand, especially about the Kamabaka kingdom, the I the training island and all that shit. New Kama, all this stuff. This is explicitly making fun of Okama. First of all, Okama not a flattering term. I don't know if you know because you're ignorant putzes, but it's a mocking term. You know what it translates to roughly in English? Tranny. It's tranny. It's the Japanese word for tranny. It literally, I mean, it pretty much is the word tranny in Japanese. I'm, I'm a little annoyed Funimation pushed out and didn't translate it to tranny. But I guess I can't blame them. <laughs> I mean, they went with queer. That's wor- that works. Um, it is kind of a cop out, but it fits. It works within the context that it's used. They went with queer, but it's training. I mean, Bon Clay fights with trainee Kempo. Kama Baka. It's Okama and Baka. Dumb trainee island. Dumb trainee kingdom. I mean, like, there's there's another, like, double pun in there, but that's basically the joke. It's dumb trainee kingdom. And that's why all of them have huge heads and gross bodies, and they're all, they all have prominent five o'clock shadow with makeup over it and hairy legs because this is a silly, cartoony world, and you keep forgetting that. That's why one of the Straw Hat Pirates has the arms of Popeye the Sailor Man, and one of them is a skeleton with an afro that makes skeleton jokes and tries to grope women. <laughs> because this is a still a silly series, no matter how many tearjerkers Oda throws into it. At the end of the day, it's still a wacky series. Which is why there is an island called Dumb Trainee Island. Uh, here's, here's also a great paragraph. Now we unfortunately have to compare the new Kama of Impaldon to Ivankov's, uh, Ivankov's other followers, the new Kama of Kamabaka and other transgender women shown in the series. Oda is clearly making a mockery of LGBT plus people with these depictions. Love the plus. Yeah. <laughs> a Love queer the plus. person can look however they want. If they want to still have stubble and hairy legs while pu- putting on a wig, makeup, and a dress, they can call themselves female than they are. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> the problem is that Oda makes every single trans woman a stereotypical aforementioned scary gay who is out to rape and turn normal straight boys into other stri- scary gays. Wait, but did, didn't you just say earlier that like the newcomer were totally awesome and okay? D- do these like not count as transsexuals? 
because a few of them actually managed to look convincing. Is, is that it? Well, anyway. This is precisely the scenario that happened to Sanji while he was trapped on the island. But of course, for Sanji, it was all just a phase forced on him by the evil quiz, and he quickly reverted back to the gross womanizer he often is. <laughs> Another issue I have with Oda's treatment of queer characters is how, in the end, it has harmed Sanji's own characterization. Sanji has had his moments of sexism that we all know about, but equally annoying is the way he cringes at everything that is slightly gay. He considers his time on Morio Island as the most fiery hell he can imagine. It's not the fact that he was away from his crew that he cites as being the reason, it's the fact that he was surrounded by fake women. And the fake women is in air quotes. When two transgender women donate their blood to him on the Fishman Island arc, he only replies with absolute horror and disgust that queer blood could be running through him. This has been an unfortunate degeneration of his character, and we can only pray gets better as Ivankov and the newcomers clearly still have an important part left to play. I, I think I broke my ribs from cringing that hard. Characters can never be flawed or have viewpoints that I disagree with because that makes them bad characters, don't you know? Every one of my characters that I read in stories has to reaffirm my worldview. Otherwise, what am I going to do? Yeah, like here, for instance. A significant portion of anime and manga fans identify as queer. A significant portion? Citation needed, faggot. Uh, forgot the I-N before the significant. And thus, I would love to be able to point out characters that they can relate to in One Piece. Because, you know... Again, if you're gay, for instance, you can't enjoy, like, or relate to characters that aren't exactly like you in every way. It's like, or if you're black, you can't enjoy, well, almost anything in manga or anime. Like, at, at all. Like, because, you know, the characters aren't black. They're, like, either white or they're Japanese or, you know, other stuff. You know, Chopper would or be a aliens. Character, but he needs to be human. I just can't relate to him. <laughs> he needs to look like me. Yeah. Uh, Vegeta would be such a great character if only he was, like, uh, a human being. And not a space then, alien. Then I could relate to him. Not but a space alien no. royalty? I'm not space alien royalty. Exactly. I, look, look, you stupid nigger, look. If if you couldn't tell, even outside my love of racial slurs, I'm a I, I come from a southern family. I was born in Baltimore. My entire family's from Georgia, and I was raised by a sheltered woman. So my accent comes from my family. I didn't know anybody without this without a Georgian twang until I was like five or so. Ended up picking up the twang. Ended up. Ended up with a southern family. My family is straight on fucking... My great-grandfather had a farm by a swamp. Like, that is... Like, southern man? That's my family. You would have to pay me to spurg out of it. Why are all southern people depicted as rednecks and racists? Where is the positive representation for people with southern accents? And why are southern women fetishized as cowgirls and farmers' daughters? Where is the positive representation of southern women? 
Which is funny because this is something you'd normally have to bitch about if you're on this whole trip of representation. Like, I don't fucking care. Hell, if this stereotype gets us more fucking movies like um, Tucker and Dale versus Evil, let's keep it going. It's like, no, it, it, it normalizes the redneck, evil redneck horror genre. Fuck off. Get over yourselves. No one cares about your fucking identity. Hey, I, I hate to break this to you. No one cares what you identify as, what magic sexuality you made up for yourself. No one cares. No one cares about you. Nobody cares. Nobody You're not cares. a special or unique snowflake. You're the same decaying organic matter as everyone else. Exactly. No one gives a fuck. We have our own lives to lead. We don't care about yours. Hashtag unless you project man. <laughs> unless you're our friend or you in some way matter to us. We don't care. So go eat a dick. Unless that's your thing. <laughs> then go eat something else. Yeah. I just or, or I just like the fact we were reading this with um with our buddy Jackson who is um into cock and his reaction to this was what a faggot. Oh, this this shit here is also great. Like, I would love to po- be able to point out the characters they can relate to in One Piece. However, it can be difficult because while I want to point out the good, I still have to warn about the bad. When I was telling one of my transgender male friends about how great Ivan Kov and the Newcomerland residents were, I also had to pause and then sadly explain that Oda otherwise represents transgender people as predators. It's so hard to get excited about telling someone about a series when you yourself are ashamed about the parts that you want to relate to. You know... You know oh, I was sh- right! I was fucking right! It's you know a dude! Sh- you know what this shit also is? Like, disregarding the whole identity politics thing. This is like the same crap when... Let's say there's like a really, really big anime nerd, right? And let's say he wanted to get like his... I don't know, like his... Uh, his brother into anime. And his brother doesn't watch anime. And he's like, how can I get this normie into watching my superior Japanese series? Let's see, what does my brother like? He, like, plays basketball a lot. So I'm going to show him, like, this anime about basketball. Like, this is exactly the same kind of idiotic logic. He's like, here, you will enjoy this. It has trannies in it. I know you like stuff with trannies in it because you're a tranny and that's what defines you exclusively. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> exactly, it's fucking Yeah, like like really, like you can you can say about like how we're um how we're insensitive regarding the whole thing, but really like this taking this sort of position is so incredibly is so incredibly arrogant and condescending. And you're essentially stereotyping these people as being incapable of liking or enjoying anything at all that isn't about like their sexuality or their identity exclusively, or at least in a major part. Yeah. It's like, Jesus, dude. Oh yeah, and of course the uh, the obligatory disclaimer of I've written this from a Western perspective, and I don't have much understanding of how queer people in Japan, both in real life and the media, are presented. Mm, well, the word "hard gay" ring any bells? 
Perhaps Oda's depictions are not as offensive in the same way. Ding, 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 ding. Oda confuses me because we've seen he can create fantastic queer characters that are among my favorites. Because I am a living stereotype. It's clear he doesn't have to rely on stereotypes to write them. I don't know why he so often ends up failing. Wait a second, is, is this about trannies or is this all of the sudden about fucking Sanji's family and how he writes villains? <laughs> anyway. It honestly often just feels like playing for those homophobic and transphobic laughs from his fans. This is disrespectful to both the queer community as well as One Piece fans as a whole, because it means he considers them to be the type of people who believe such awful stereotypes to be good writing. Well, I mean, you do. <laughs> In the end, we are becoming a more progressive world as a whole, <laughs> and I have hopes for it. <laughs> It is up to him which path he wants to take when it comes to his queer characters, but he'd better take the path that I want him to take, otherwise I will bitch and whine about it on Twitter and this website. I'm sorry. And he has drawn two roads to go. We will just have to wait for the future of the series to hopefully bring pride to LGBT plus readers. I f by the way, did I not fucking call out that this was a dude? Th th that one sentence before revealed it. I can't remember what it was, but it was the one where I said, I knew it! <laughs> fucking knew it. It was a fucking... It was a fucking dude. Look. <laughs> look to quote Viper, kill yourself, my nigga. <laughs> oh this my is God. so fucking terrible. Also, one article I really want to quickly mention that absolutely blew me away was part of some really two-parter bullshit write-up about uh, Hancock. For the most part, these article, these two articles were completely unremarkable because it's basically just a whole bunch of shit about China copy-pasted from Wikipedia and then vainly trying to relate it to her in order to make her seem like a deep character. But the literally the last paragraph of the second article absolutely blew me away. I quote, By incorporating traditional concepts of beauty to a strong and well-developed woman, Oda manages to create a character that appeals to the modern audience. Through cu though cultures and perceptions may clash, her strong character is a progressive step in the depiction of women in popular media. I'm sorry, what? Hancock. Boa Hancock is a strong female character and, and she's progressive. Did we read the same manga? <laughs> are, are we talking about the female character who is like the strongest woman in the world and is constantly getting her ass kicked as one of the most worthless powers in, in the universe of One Piece and as a bonus literally has to get dick or she will die. Like, this is something out of a bad porno plot. <laughs> it's like, if there was a One Piece porn parody, they wouldn't even have to change Amazon Lily one bit. It's like, you got a whole bunch of chicks groping Luffy's junk. You got, like, him meeting the pirate empress who's, like, madly in love with him. Like, at one point, he... I mean, he first meets her by crashing into her bath while she's naked. And then at one point, he's like, Oh, oh no, she, she is so sick, she is going to die unless you give her the rubber penis, Luffy. <laughs> Like, the only difference between this and just straight-up porn is that Luffy didn't fuck her. Oh, it's progressive, you see. Because he didn't fuck her. 
Yeah. Because he's asexual, gender queer, fluid. Yeah, he, he, he's fluid, he, he, gender he, fluids he, all over her he, chest. He he wants to become the king of the beta orbiters. <laughs> and there's also the fact that Boa Hancock's entire character revolves around Luffy and her obsession with him. It's very progressive. It's 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 depicting that women that are are also beta orbiters. <laughs> oh God, you fucking kill yourself. So at one point, at what point is she gonna accuse him of rape and start carrying a mattress around on her ship? <laughs> Also, I find it funny that, like, in all this bitching and all these articles about, like, strong female characters and so on, they, uh, and as far as their battle power goes and all that shit, they, nobody ever brings up Parana. It's like, Cody, I know you can't stand this character, <laughs> but the fact of the matter is, like, her ability is borderline OP, really. And by OP, I don't mean One Piece. <laughs> because seriously... Yeah. It's like all she essentially needs is like one hit on you and you're done. Yeah. And you you can't block her attacks either. Well unless you, unless you're already quote unquote negative. Yeah, unless you're either Usopp or you are fucking uh Kuma who just has the ability to reflect everything. Unless you're either of those, you're pretty much fucked. Actually, thinking about this, and um, like, if the whole like, if it really is like only negative personalities, and like you can't beat it through willpower or stuff like that, this would by implication mean that unless he gets the first shot in, like it reacts immediately, completely quickly, like Akainu would actually lose against her. I don't know. I think Akainu would be one of the people who'd be immune because he's just so fucking hard ass and and hateful and, and fucking gay. <laughs> like, I think most evil characters she couldn't affect. I don't know. She might beat Doflamingo because Doflamingo was pretty not negative. He was like, "You fuck, I'm, I rule. My my family rules. Everybody else sucks. Yeah, I'm gonna be the pirate um, king. I'm I'm gonna go to my little girl balcony and <laughs> hang out with my little girls." <laughs> So yeah, I think it might work on top of me. But yeah, you're right. It has a really strong power. As a, as a side note, I'd like to point out that in Doflamingo's crew, there was literally like a point where, where like either he or Monet herself was like, make me a bird. <laughs> and then Law's like, okay. <laughs> like that happened. This, this is canon. <laughs> I guess Look. I guess Monet just wanted to show off physically too how fly she is. Yeah, look, faggots. One piece isn't ever going to be your Tumblr paradise, okay? Oda doesn't care. He's made it explicitly clear he doesn't care. He he writes your Okama characters that you love so much as a joke, even Bon Clay. Look, the joke was that Bong Clay didn't have a female partner because he was his own female partner. <laughs> That's why he was Mr. Two Bong Clay. He was both the number code name 
and the the day the holiday code name because he's his own female partner because he's a gay cross dresser he's an okama that was the <laughs> joke that's why uh. and then the the leader of the okamas is dr frankenfurter like ivan Koff is so explicitly tim curry in rocky horror was Tim Curry right, and Rocky right down Horror to basically being a rapist? <laughs> and if you remember Tim Curry and Rocky Horror, kind of a caricature, played and up kind of a really horrible person. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> you're gonna have to get over yourselves and your identity politics bullshit. I know mommy and daddy never said no, but welcome to the real world. We're saying no. Hiro Oda is saying no. Everyone else listening to your shit is saying no. <laughs> no. Also, that penis means you're a man. I'm sorry to break it to you. Because I, and I don't care if you pay a doctor to turn it inside out. You'll still have a Y chromosome. You're a man in God's eyes, faggot. Some man, baby. <laughs> <laughs> now I gotta get my own farm down in Georgia <laughs> yeah, also I while we're talking about this <clears throat> woman I have a few other excellent quotes from other articles <laughs> one of which is a review of the One Piece anime which is like who cares but there was one great line in here see <clears throat> blah 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 and then she quote unquote talks about uh, at one point, I just kind of got fatigued watching the One Piece anime again because blah 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 repetition. Also, I was dreading getting to, in cursive, certain parts in Marine Ford that were and continue to be emotionally draining. <laughs> Which obviously is Ace's death and Luffy. <laughs> and because One Piece fans do what they're told, they didn't uh, laugh at Luffy's face. Some of them did. Most of them bought. <laughs> yeah. I have funny gifs based on Luffy's face from them. I, I mean, we're we're literally talking about the one scene that might as well have played with. Mm, what you say? <laughs> mm, it's your only man. That that was so emotionally draining. It was like a magma fist through the through the abdomen of my emotions. It was like Akaino blowing his load all over your insides. <laughs> no homo. Which goes into the whole thing of uh, the fans being rubes. Uh, also, uh, yeah. there, there was the art of fan fiction, which had that line that you loved so much. Oh, God. Yeah. This is... Okay, this is one of the lines from the article, and um, I'm going to tell you, this is not parody. Getting lost in a good fanfiction is the same as getting lost in a good original book. Drink that in. It's an entire article basically making an excuse for liking fanfiction. Yeah. Or, or here, fanfiction is a way to go analyze a character, explore powers in the political world, and to bring more life into one piece that Oda never expanded on or simply doesn't show. I personally love reading fanfics that go deep into what more quote-unquote realistic impact events can have on certain characters. Luffy having nightmares and PTSD from Impel Down and Marine Ford. Because, you know, that's what's exciting. 
Brooke no longer being able to use his senses correctly. Don't forget his penis. Frankly, so frankly, slowly giving up his humanity bit by bit to become better for the crew. All of these themes are ones I've read about in fanfiction in amazing detail. Alternate canon fanfiction is also something I find incredibly interesting. What if the crew all swapped their fighting styles? What if they were in high school? Okay, I made that one up. <laughs> what if the ASL trio was raised by the Whitebeard Pirates? What if Luffy was trans? <laughs> I didn't make that one up. Yeah, that's in there. <laughs> that's an actual line. Oh, uh, God. Like, I want to die again. It's like, holy shit. Or it's like, right... Uh, I don't think I think it's a very important part that fandoms as a whole don't just ignore their fanfiction communities. Writing fanfiction is a craft that takes a lot of work, effort, and often tears, just like any other pieces of fan-created media, and shouldn't just be written off as that weird thing that a small portion of the fandom does. The One Piece fanfiction community is a great one. Incidentally, this is the the same person who then says like how much she enjoys Luffy slash Law fanfiction. You know, just 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 pointing that out, throwing it out there in in the ether. Like, do with that information what thou wilt. <laughs> um, I'm just I'm just saying, you know, this is like what the fuck. And oh my god, this 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 fucking Tumblr. Uh, I mean, sorry, I mean this this fucking Twitter because this person has a Twitter which I just saw here, and. uh Literally, her pin, her pin tweet is an Amazon wish list. Buy me shit. I'm an entitled I'm little prick who got mom. everything they wanted as a kid, and I don't, I don't understand a world where I'm just not given things. So give me shit. C- cosplay, big mom. <laughs> it's it's I um I also also is is this here like a completely new variant of the fat girl angle shot? Wait, is is oh is the cosplay Big Mom real? Yeah, that's an actual tweet from her. Well, you know her. I'm. Uh, oh God, she's gonna cosplay Big Mom. <laughs> if you can pull off a Big Mom cosplay, you would be humiliated to be able to pull off a Big Mom cosplay. What are you doing? <laughs> hey, this character's a fat fuck. I think I can pull that shit off. No! <laughs> what are you doing? Say, like, hey man, I got a great idea. I'm a cosplay fat bastard from Austin Powers. <laughs> so that was like a, and of course, pitching yeah. a lot. That was a better character, though. Okay, here, here's a uh, facial shot, I guess. Hmm. Oh, if you scroll down, you can see better. Yeah, high stereotype. Oh my god. Oh, hey, look, in this one, it is the fat girl angle shot. 
<laughs> High stereotype. So what we're saying is these aren't people. You know what? That's, that's why. Oh my gosh, she has the fucking cross tattoo from uh, from One Piece. Wait, I get it now. Remember also how he that said arm, that, that that arm is really hairy. <laughs> Oof. Uh, um. Yeah. Look, if if you be wary with your personal photos. Okay. Oh my God! I just saw that arm. Now you're a man, a man, man. Oh my God! That's almost look. I'm a really hairy guy, especially my arms. That is really close to me. Like I'm compare. I have my arm next to the camera now. Oh my God! Oh fucking hell! Ah, oh, baby, no. Oh shit! I get this. I had a thought, and you made me lose it with that photo. Jesus! Razor, bitch, shave. Anyway. Also, also really hates Trump. Well, of course she does. And loves Obama. Of course she does. See, what this is what I was about to say. See, I get it now. You're saying that you know, as a human being, you can't possibly hate like the celestial dragons because they're not people. But they can because they're not people. They're caricatures. They're human caricatures. So they can identify with the human caricatures. Like, they're... The celestial dragons, like, the depth of person, that's on their level of humanity. They're about as complicated as these noble characters. You're just fascinated now. Max found himself a train wreck. Like, the... Like they're they're on the same level of these people. <laughs> I I don't know what I should point out first in in this like the prices or the fact of what character it is. <laughs> it's Shira Hoshi merch. It's a shitload of Shira Hoshi merch. Who who is a fan of fucking Shira Hoshi? I mean, outside of the obvious reasons, and by reasons I mean the two. I like how she cried. <laughs> and it's my one of my favorite things to masturbate. <laughs> I like how she cried and was in peril a lot. Yeah. And let her mother's killer go. <laughs> Fucking shit to your wife was in the one piece fandom like everyone there is the worst taste ever. Yeah. Like, oh my god, Nami is so great in Shirahoshi and Otohima. Vivi is cancer though. This episode is super long, but like I said, it's gonna be. <laughs> um, like nobody ever mentions the like the best waifus in One Piece, like Monet <laughs> or Sugar. Uh, <laughs> so let's 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 try to blow through some of the remainder one remaining ones. Um, only real fans will read this. Um, oh yeah, written, the written by the, the hideous man woman again. By the way, hello. <laughs> How 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 bad are you when your cutesy little simplified caricature of yourself has fucking blemish marks all over your face? You had whatever. Look, genetics don't <laughs> like you. Point is, what is even the point of this besides bitching about true fans? Say like, what real fan? Who cares? 
No one, no one even does this. No one does this unless they're shit posting. Like, what are you doing? What are you getting offended by shit posts? No one fucking does this. What re- this obsession of this real fan phenomenon? What real? I can't get over it. I can't get over how stupid this is. Um. Oh yeah, so that one. So that was fucking stupid. Um. <sighs> the queerness we did that. Yeah. What was the judge book it- by its cover article? Which one was that? Oh, oh yeah. Um. Pretty people, ugly people. Mm-hmm. Which is hilarious how it's still saying that. I know there's like so much diversity still in One Piece. Because, you know, uh, fuck you. It's it's like they almost had an observation, namely the fact that sometimes Oda is, a lot of the times really, like Oda is really hacky and just makes like the evil people ugly and the, the good people either good-looking, or at the very least, just goofy-looking. Yeah. But it, I, it comes more to fucking body positivity, diversity, whatever the fuck, and I don't think they like the fact that Alveda was made pretty. Mm-hmm. Which that also was from the only real fans will read this, like, yeah, literally the first line... No matter what fandom I may know, what community I'm participating with, I've always heard the term real fan pop up. Sometimes it's connected to sexism. Like when girls wear nerdy shirts and people question if she even knows what it's about. By the way, can I just say this? Do you know why people do that? No, you don't because you're an idiot. I'm going to tell you. There is such a thing as a fake blank girl. Because girls like attention from boys. I know, doesn't it suck how nature is sexist, but it's true. Which is why you have, like, the that fucking chick that, that speaks in fucking weeaboo Japanese loan words while shoving her huge boobs in the camera. I don't know if I forget what her name is. Or how Lacey Green, before she s- discovered she could get attention with feminism, used to make these really vapid videos where she'd point the camera down so you saw down her cleavage and talked about the guys she fucked. Yeah. They, like also, it. I think you meant, uh, like, I think it was Hannah Minx or something. Yeah, that was it. That was her. Um, so uh, women like to so you get these women that see what the guys like and a lot of them what they'll do and this isn't all women obviously in fact it's not even most women it's a subsection of women that guys are all too aware of they've been around long enough we can smell them so they wear the band t-shirts they got from their boyfriend so they can make the guys think they're cool they can get approval from the men around them that's what they do. You have the fake gamer girls because gamers are lonely and they are guaranteed to get attention from gamer guys. So they'll say, oh, I like Mario. I love ga- I've been a gamer since I was a kid. Hashtag gamer girl. That's G-R-R-L, of course, because grrr. Guys know this. So when a guy sees a girl in a metal t-shirt, first of all, for a lot of guys, it feels too good to be true girl into my thing so two, so two thoughts go into a guy's head either a girl into my thing too good to be true must find out if real or <laughs> girl into my thing probably not true trying to get a fa- trying to get attention trying to trying to look cool for the guys to to get them to like her let's f- let's make let's root her out and to be showered with presents and money 
Exactly. So they because will give that happens. They will lot. give them the yeah exactly. So they give them the test. Oh, you're into that, really? Well, what's blah blah? In fact, this is not exclusive to women, as Razorfist pointed out in a video about this shit. Everybody's been subject to this. If you don't meet the stereotype, if you're as he pointed out, if you're at like a um, like Razorfist wears a lot of like biker gear and '80s face paint, look at metrosexual shit because he's obsessed with metal so he's like Alice Cooper mixed with Lemmy from Motorhead that's like his look so when he shows up at like a fucking Bathory concert or some other like death metal they give him a quiz because he looks like an Alice Cooper guy you're not one of us you're not in fucking juggalo face paint or fucking <laughs> like look like a meth you don't look like a meth addict you're probably not one of us, so they give yeah. him the quiz. It's like you said, like you can expect to be grilled like a fucking guy at Nuremberg. Yeah, so like it's that that lyric from Man of War that he quoted of uh, what was it? Wimps and posers leave the hall. Yeah, there's a term called posers. Guess what, ladies? You're not the only one that gets the quiz, but you will get the quiz. Because of all the ladies out there that found out they can pretend to like the stuff the guys like for attention and love and prizes and money. Guys figured out that you're doing that, so now they've built up little defenses. Yeah. Or so you're how gonna about... Ha- so if you're yeah. not a poser, guess what? A lot of girls are, so the guys are going to have to quiz you to make sure you're not. Or how about, like, let's say a guy goes to an anime convention and he doesn't look like a stereotypical anime fan at all. And then he says, like, for instance, like, I really like this, uh, like, not really, like, all that mainstream manga. Like, let's say, like, I really like Berserk. And then someone would say, oh, yeah? What's, what's your favorite arc? Or can, can you name any of the characters outside of Guts? Yeah, or, exactly. like, what, what do you think about this arc or, or this part of the series or whatever? Like, what do you think of the most recent chapter? And amusingly enough, like, in some cases, the quote-unquote quiz isn't even a quiz at all. It's just, like, people asking the girl in question about this, about st- what she thinks about stuff in the series, like, whether it be, like, stuff from, the, from past events or, like, the most recent stuff. And, of course, when they can't answer that question because they don't know, then that is, of course, a microaggression. <laughs> I mean, duh. Because yeah, so how, how dare you expect someone who professes to be a fan of something to have any knowledge of the thing they're talking about. Mm. That's what happens when you don't meet, meet the stereotype. Deal with it, ladies. We all have to. Um, moving on, we're gonna, like I said, blow through these articles. What else do we have here? Um, shipping. It? Yeah, the defense of shipping. We've said it before a million times at the podcast. Shipping is the dumbest thing ever. If you ship, you're dumb. Uh, oh God! Another one written by, another one by written by Sasquatch is. lady. Here's here's a fucking that arm. Thing. By the way, is going to haunt my dreams. <laughs> here's a good you, line. Holy Sadly. shit! Jill Knight is the re- Jill Knight is Harambe. Harambe lives in Win Undercover. <laughs> Sadly, people in all fandoms tend to consider fangirls as separate from regular fans, and often think that if they ship something not canon, then that means they're going to ignore and outright deny what actually is in canon in the series. That that's because they do that, <laughs> or is like Luna and Zozan really? Like o- honestly, 
I I love this one fucking this one fucking. I love that shippers too. use the same naming convention as tabloids when talking about couples doing the portmanteau of their names. Yes, or here. If someone says they're a Robin fanboy, other ca- other fans don't automatically assume they only like Robin because of her boobs. This is because they realize that Robin is an intricate character with many facets to her storyline. But if someone is an Ace fangirl, it's obviously only because he's cool and hot and nothing to do with his actual character, well, yeah, which also brings one. up the heteronormativity of this kind of sexism. Oh, look, we get it. You went for social justice because you're one of those ugly girls that's mad that there's pretty girls, that's mad that guys like hot chicks. So you're trying to rewrite the rules. We went over this with the anime feminist <laughs> thing. It's not going to work. Shave your fucking gorilla arms, get on a Stairmaster, and make the boys like you. What's also really funny about this is the example doesn't even work at all. Because, well, Ace doesn't really have a character, per se. Yeah, we, we, as you said. So, yeah, the... So, yes, Robin does have uh, an extensive character. Ace, not so much. In fact, it's pretty obvious why you like Ace. <laughs> yeah. Nobody's so loyal to Luffy and his brother. That's such a unique trait in One Piece. A good guy that's loyal to people. Wow, what a unique snowflake. I can see why you gravitated to him. I, I just like to see him set shit on fire. <laughs> I like to s- I like to see him get wrecked by a fat hairy man. Ew. <laughs> you and your fucking fetish or something. <laughs> Why you gotta make it weird? <laughs> I'm just saying, Blackbeard. Anyway, looks so a lo- back to Blackbeard looks a lot like this chick that wrote this article. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying if she had her way, she'd be reenacting that fight with her own black hole. (laughs) (laughs) Those fucking arms, dude. Look, y'all listening can't see what I saw. She just took a shot of her arms and expected, like, to show a, a bracelet. I guess burying the lead that she, her arms are covered in arm hair. Like, not peach fuzz. Not like, oh, it's winter, you know, ladies just don't shave as much. Like, you gotta be really up close to see... No. No, this was this was a man's arm. <laughs> I, like I said, I'm a very hairy guy. And she was very close to my arm. Also, it was to show off the cross tattoo of, One Piece, of the One Piece characters. <laughs> you know, because they got the X marks on their arm in that mm. One Piece. Oh, yeah, that thing, movie. yeah. Yeah, that was a... So you gotta, of course, tattoo that shit on your arm. <laughs> like, Jesus holy Christ. shit, y'all. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> no wonder you embrace feminism. <laughs> look, I, look, she was like, oh, yeah, how many layers of feminism you on? Oh, I don't even shave my armpits, y'all. <laughs> you, 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 you bush league. I don't share, shave my arms. <laughs> you, are, you are like little baby watching this. <laughs> I'm rocking at uh, Harambe style. Jesus, dude. Oh my god. <laughs> and and again, like her going, I, I, like, I love all these fucking uh, Luffy law fan fictions. Yeah, but you oh know, it's, it's not about Ace being hot. That's not why. 
You love him as a character. No. Also, just in case anyone thinks I'm bullshitting, here's the direct line. Am I going to reread as many good Law slash Luffy fanfics as I can? Of course, I have, and I will continue to do so. <laughs> yeah. Am okay. I gonna? Am I gonna be a hypocritical gorilla? Of course. <laughs> oh fucking hell! Jesus Christ. Alright, so let's get to another one. Would uh, probably I'm noticing a lot of these are written by this, <laughs> are written by Harambe. <laughs> um, uh, Didn't know Harambe had such shit taste in One Piece, <laughs> so that's why they shot him. <laughs> He's writing another article. Just fucking end it. <laughs> I'm sitting through one more fucking shit about law and gender theory. <laughs> <laughs> Throw a kid in there, give it so we have a fucking plausible excuse. The false flag operation. <laughs> you couldn't see from off camera a zoo official threw the kid in. <laughs> the so conspiracy was right, just not in the way they thought they were. <laughs> unfortunately, unfortunately, Harambe had a backlog. <laughs> so more of this shit's gonna keep coming for the out. next twenty years. <laughs> this fucker just kept churning this shit. Yeah, for some reason you could predict the future chapters of One Piece, I guess, because it became that predictable. <laughs> oh, um, by the way, another wonderful thing about this whole, like, you're accusing us, you're only liking these characters because they're hot. Which which one, again, is one of the most popular characters with women in One Piece? Hmm, oh, right, that was, that was right, Law. And... What again was the uh, rich personality and manifold deaths of Trafalgar D. Law? Well, he oh. really liked Corazon, and he really hated Doflamingo. Crawling in his skin. And he had a sad backstory. Yeah. But, but no, clearly they like him because of his rich, interesting personality. Which is why they would like him just as much if he was ugly, right? And, and wasn't wearing all the cool threads... Yeah, I mean he's basically Fucking One hipsters. Piece Poochie, not 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 uh, One Piece, and uh, I mean not uh, JoJo Poochie, no uh, <laughs> Simpsons Poochie. <laughs> like whenever Law is not on screen, all the other characters should ask, "Where's Law?" <laughs> like, what is Law at the end going? Goes like, "I must go. My planet needs me." <laughs> That's why once uh, Dolphamingo fell, he fucked off. <laughs> Um, let's see, I think While we're just playing about... guitar. <laughs> I think we're just about done. Um, let's see, what else was there? Oh, thank God. Uh, well, Anna, we did that one. I'm yawning now because this is past my bedtime. <clears throat> but it's worth it. What's shout? Oh, that's the dragon lady thing, Queen of the Serpentine. Um. Yes. I think that's it. Yeah, I think we've covered all of them. Yeah, all the, well, all at the... least enough of them before we want to kill ourselves. Yeah. So, like, these were the most notable articles before the one that we covered in that other podcast. You know, the one about uh, sexism and Dressrosa. Um, yeah, the one that uh, got us blocked. Started Yeah, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had no idea that was just the tip of the iceberg, to use a cliche. Like, holy god damn. I didn't think it was this level. <clears throat> I thought just Renfield was a faggot and Jam Writer was a faggot. I didn't know, like... See, I stopped um, talking to the One Piece fandom because they were getting insufferably stupid. 
Like there was one guy that thought that because um, he liked rap music and uh, didn't like what the kids liked, he was the coolest guy ever. Uh, there was there were people that were like, <laughs> "Isn't this a twisted world where the real?" Co- Fake news is on Fox News, and the real news is on Comedy Central. Real, real quote. Um, More like faux news, am I right? I think they use that. Um, oh my god! We had, uh, sh- of course, the shipping. So much shipping. I think they got shortly before I just stopped going there entirely. They got invaded by bronies, and like everybody had a fucking pony in their avatar. <laughs> um. Holy shit! The they the, they had these uh character uh, popularity contests, and they would do them like oh. once a year. They'd like all the characters be like a popular contest tournament, right? Uh huh. It they really they literally started making it about the 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 moderators, like oh. It it basically became like they um would write little fan fictions about themselves in the intro topics for the matches. It became, stopped being about the characters and started being about the, the little circle jerk. Wait, they wrote fan fictions about themselves? Yeah, like little funny scenarios where they were talking and then introducing like they were hosts of a funny show. Oh, dear. Um, they started making rules like you... See, before it started like the, uh, you'd have this character versus this character and people would debate why X character is better and you should vote for mm-hmm. them. It's dumb, but it's a distraction. Yeah. Uh, they then made rules that you're not allowed to do that because people might might have debates and we don't want arguments. That's oh, a, that makes us a negative space. So basically, you couldn't really do anything anymore except shit post. That's it, or or draw silly things, silly pictures. Vote for this character. I drew them. By telling you to vote for them. Yay. <laughs> Like that's it. Like that. That's all it became. It just became a circle jerk where you couldn't. You just vote in a poll, and it became the fucking game facts poll. Like the the fucking shit they have. Like the character battle. Oh uh, yeah. It's it became that. Or the death battle videos. Yeah. Um. And surprise, surprise! During the White Bear War, guess who won the popularity contest? White Bear. Hmm. I these, wonder why. These people are so stupid. Um. Rubes. Really? They, they really. That's the best way you can sum up the One Piece fandom. They're rubes. They're, so they're, at, at what point are they gonna have like a? Are they gonna have a video where Rainbow Dash defeats Blackbeard? <laughs> Don't give them <laughs> fucking ideas. They'll do it. <laughs> they will fucking do it. Uh, um, I I I really tried to. It's like it's like a fan fiction. Like Whitebeard, I brought reinforcements from Equestria, <laughs> <laughs> and then they link their favorite AMV music, so they can <laughs> listen to that while you read the rest of the fan fiction I, of how Rainbow Dash and Twilight Sparkle beat up Blackbeard. <laughs> like I tried to interact with them when I was a little more passionate about One Piece than I am now. Um. And it was also I was a little nerdier at the time. I was younger. I was nerdier. Um, but I I try. I really did try because I really liked One Piece. But these people are just awful. 
they they really think they're brilliant because the, and the reason they think they're brilliant is they you, you remember the old the sort of big three in shonen and there's sort of like the fandom rivalries of which one was better naruto bleach or one piece they picked the best one of the three but they were way too fucking aware of it so now they thought their shit doesn't stink and their tastes are better than everybody else because they picked the smart shonen and then one piece started as a dip <laughs> And it, I think the point where I started to realize that these people were profoundly stupid is when the going Mary started talking, and I seemed uh, to be yeah. the only one that thought that was stupid. <laughs> Everybody else was blown away at how amazing it was. Like, so we're just acting like the ship just coming to life and talking isn't like the worst idea Oda could have had. We're just. We're just gonna go with this, huh? And then I was still. Well, that was, I was before Big Mom. And then you know, time passed, and then Hancock happened, and uh, okay. Give me a Hancock scoops. <laughs> it's funny that they they're making all this. Hancock is so progressive because before they hated her. Um, the hate boner for Vivi, the obsessive hate boner with Bleach. It, oh, yeah. I, 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 I think. I think Kubo touched somebody inappropriately. It's the only <laughs> explanation for that hate boner. <sighs> They're just... <laughs> uh, there's probably, like, some sort of secret manga somewhere that only they and Kubo have seen where Kubo drew Ichigo raping all the female characters of One Piece. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, the, the One Piece fandom can be summed up as what we've discussed uh, before. I'm just kind of summing it up. It's Dunning-Kruger mixed with the last man, the slave mentality, mixed with Tumblr. These are people born to be followers who picked um, the political left and Ichiro Oda to be their masters that they needed. And now they believe they are the enlightened ones. They're also born to be mocked. Yes. Which we did. <laughs> and probably will continue to. Um, and for God's sakes, what's her name? Like something Knight, Kate Knight, whatever. Jill. Jill Knight. Fucking razor blades. That you can buy them for like, in like packs for a dollar. Just, t- t- I'm not telling you slit your wrists. That's too easy. <laughs> Fucking just shave your fucking gorilla arms, okay? Look, guys and girls look different. We have different things expected of us. I'm not going to get a fucking wax to be smooth as a baby's bottom because I'm a man. We're generally expected to keep our body hair. Women are generally expected not to keep it. Because it, you look like a man. It's little signals we send to each other. It's human interaction. It's kind of like what we talked about last week. It's clearly just very sexist and heteronormative. Well, yes, it is, because that's how the world works. Deal with it, faggot. That's how nature works, how human interaction works, how socializing works. Fucking deal with it. This is why you're probably really lonely, and the only guy you're going to get is some beta male you guilted into dating you. Sh- shave your fucking arms. Take, take, this take does razor. explain though why they dislike the uh, 
the cross-dressing tr uh, trannies from <laughs> the, the island so much. It because they remind them of them. It's too realistic. Yes. <laughs> it's too close to home. <laughs> Just like when I forgot who it was, IGN or Kotaku or someone, when they gave Vatamote a really negative score. Because it's like, oh god, that reminds me too much of myself. This is triggering me. <laughs> Fuck this show. <laughs> Yeah, shave, bitch, damn. <coughs> Get out the way. <laughs> oh, that's that's gonna fucking haunt me, Max. God damn it. <laughs> you you people don't understand, that was a man arm with that level of hair. <laughs> How many layers of feminism you on, bitch? <sighs> uh, like five or six right now, my dude. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, baby, watch this. And it's just a picture of that arm. <laughs> uh, and look, if you're going to try to do the feminism thing, like, I don't shave my arm because that's heteronormative, then don't do the fat girl camera angle. Alright. That's, maybe that's why she likes Shirohoshi so much. She's large, but beautiful. <laughs> Alright, we gotta wrap this up. <laughs> Shouldn't she obsess over Van der Decken then? Rather than law? You know what? I, I bet you read some sort of like alternate universe fan fiction where law and Van der Decken have their bodies swapped. You know, I'm pretty sure if that chick was blonde, that arm would look like Antonov from King of Fighters 14. <laughs> oh my god. Although, funny thing, like, even. Although there was obviously jo the joke, but even fucking Van der Decken isn't actually into fat chicks. He's just into women who are literally huge. <laughs> <sighs> well, if it's any consolation, Leanne, if you're listening, I am now completely and physically incapable of getting an erection until the next time. Oh, ready, so. shit. There's my alarm. I gotta go to work. All right. Well, we gotta end this podcast, so... <laughs> Bye, everybody. We'll just end it. Fuck the ending. Bye, everybody. Fuck all y'all. Hey guys, like what we do? Check us out over at Twitter at twitter.com slash animeoutsiders or on Facebook at, you guessed it, facebook.com slash animeoutsiders. Or if you want to help us out and help the website grow, send us a donation over at patreon.com slash animeoutsiders. Or, hey, just tell your friends. Either way, thanks for listening. <laughs>